And we're live to the Gabs Hottest 100 Craft Beer Countdown for 2021, taking place on January 22nd, 2022. Hello, everyone who's listening. Welcome to our coverage of the top 10 and uh, breakdown of the next 90 as well. <laughs> and uh, then a whole lot more besides. My name is Matt Kirkegaard, founder and editor at Australian Brews News. And as has come to pass, I am joined <laughs> by senior journalist uh, at Boom Boom Burnett, Claire Burnett. Welcome. Uh, Welcome back, Claire. Hey, Matt. Thanks for having me. And our first, uh, for, as a first timer on the Hottest 100, but apparently a, uh, crowd a regular, favorite, a the cr- hottest a s- new host. Oh, my uh, God. Did you say that? I was like, rude. All right. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think hot in the craft beer. Yes. Oh, I missed the, it. Let's not get I ourselves into it. trouble so early. <laughs> Sabrina Kunz. Welcome back, Sabrina. Welcome, Sabrina. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, great to be here, Matt. I'm super excited about this. Now, we will be speaking very quickly. There is a lot, a lot to talk about. Um, welcome to all of the listeners. Um, there is a lot to talk about, but the first person we're going to speak to is Mike Bray, uh, who is the owner um, of uh, Gab's, uh, uh, Gab's Hottest 100, mm-hmm. I think CEO, Managing Director, I can never yep. work yep. out the difference. Uh, the boss. We'll the, do. the, the, the yeah. boss. Um, our producer, John Garner, is about to get him on the line. But uh, what's everyone's very quick first impressions of what we've seen so far? I've been surprised by a few bits and bobs. Ginger beer, who knew? Who knew? And Apparently there's a few of them. One of the questions I'm going to ask Mike is... Uh, are we going to see seltzer? You have ginger beer. Ooh. If ginger beer doesn't have to have malt in it, yeah. you know, depending on how it's made, or you know, will we be seeing seltzers? Oh, I think that's um, very controversial. I like it. Well, Throw it out what, there. What isn't controversial about this, <laughs> uh, about this popularity contest <laughs> exactly. that is the hottest one hundred? And uh, let's keep in mind that it is just a popularity contest and not take it too seriously, yeah. ladies We're and gentlemen. We're having fun. We're having fun. But yeah, anyone? Uh, I mean, as we're looking through the stats, it looks like Queensland um, is again, uh, you know, Doing dominating very well. Yep, New South Wales and Victoria about the same. Nothing head for head. Tasmania yet. No, um, nothing for the Northern Territory either. So, I mean, obviously we don't expect it as much. Northern Territory's only got, what, five breweries? But One Mile has appeared in previous In previous years. Maybe, years. maybe they're going to be up there. You so, and uh, distress, we do not have the results. So, we're no, we nothing don't to always know. say. This and is not all because we're irresponsible, okay, because <laughs> that's how they're doing it this year, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it, it is interesting to see Queensland is, uh, is, is doing very, very well. Any standouts amongst the Queensland lineup? A couple of my votes, I Japanese lager um, from Heads of Noosa, like which no one, one I yeah. haven't hidden uh, my favourite. And we're sitting here drinking the uh, Heads 3. 3.5, which I actually voted this year, and the 3.5 was my number one vote. So, yep. if Feeling the Japanese lager comes in, well, <laughs> we'll, we'll, no, well, we'll wait and see if it uh, gets to the top 20. Um, but the Japanese lager was what 21, 21, yeah, 21, yeah. Although I would have thought we'd have seen more lagers in general. I think we've only had four so far. Oh, there's nothing sexy about lagers, though. Um, That's yeah, the thing. it's a bit. I guess they're a bit standard in a nice. The nicest possible way. <laughs> but, but this is a popularity contra- contest about your favourite beer and if your favourite beer is a yeah. lager, well, then, then there's no reason acceptable. it couldn't be in this list. Yeah, but it's it. a craft beer poll and, and it, it always comes back different. to, you know, the hottest craft beer polls tend to be, you know, um, the, the hoppier, you know, edgier beers. Um, although that, that said, I want to... We've got now, ginger beer. I might yeah. get some um, hate from uh, some of the, the, the chat room. Um, one of my other votes uh, was Little Creatures Pale Ale, you know, celebrating 21 years um, late last year. And uh, it was, you know, very early high placer um, mm-hmm. in the Hottest 100. And, you know, it, it 
came up this year, which is really, really nice to see. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't my vote. I think, it, you know. Um, <laughs> you swung that one, didn't you? Must have been a whole lot of votes. <laughs> there must have been a whole lot of votes, which oh, is uh, really, really go. nice to see. We've um, got a few nice ones popping in as well. So heaps normal to number 20. Yep. Yeah, um, like 11 to 20. That was a yeah, nice. Yeah, um, there's a few drop in there. That's interesting. Cooper's. Up to 64. Now, just uh, bring in our uh, very first guest, uh, Mike Bray. Welcome to the coverage of your Hottest 100 poll. <laughs> hey, Matt. Uh, thank you for having us. Um, really good to join you. Mate, uh, talk us through. Uh, w- what's the takeaways for you? Um, actually, t- can you tell us uh, what the poll numbers are looking like this year? A- another big increase? Uh, about a 20% increase. We went from just under 40, so we were sitting around 38,000 uh, in uh, last year, and we went over 45 this year. So uh, it's been an absolutely fantastic uh, campaign this year. We had um, 281 breweries in the, uh, in the campaign, um, 2,238 beers, um, and you've seen the results at the moment. Um, we've just... Uh, Break, breaking records all round. Um, Fifty-eight breweries making making the list, um, which is the highest number since 2015. So um, it's, it's it's been a fantastic uh, fantastic time for craft beer, considering everything else that's going on in the world. I think we really brought a bit of a, uh, a, a you know a positive distraction through uh, through the festive season, and and the consumers um, are, are, are you know out there and voting and embracing the campaign, which is fantastic. Oh, absolutely! And look, it, it's undoubtedly the biggest day in beer in Australia. It gets more chat, more. You know, I think fifty-five um, watch parties around the country during a pandemic is, uh, you know, is nothing to be sneezed at. Uh, exactly, and you know, the great thing about those parties, I spoke to a couple of the uh, the, the official host party um, uh, guys, and you know, a lot of them were already sold out. Uh, and you know, so I, I assume that the taps are flowing and people are having a good time. You know, listening to you. The triple change tunes and then uh, obviously having some really good banter and probably playing the Gabs Hottest 100 bingo and uh, we've changed the way we we, we delivered uh, uh, the voting this year to the consumer but we've also changed the the live feed so it's got a little bit of trivia in it and uh, a couple of things I heard as I came on here you were talking about little creatures uh, you know that's that's uh, one of the only the only uh, one of the, now two beers it used to be three up until last year but the only one of two beers that's actually featured in the hottest 100 list uh, every year since uh, 2008. And, mate, it is a craft beer poll. One of the big interesting movers uh, this year has been um, ginger beer. Uh, you know, how, how does that fit into in, in, into the beer thing and, you know, does that potentially open the door for seltzer in future? Yeah, I don't think it opens this, uh, the door for seltzer, but um, it's definitely a, a segment... Uh, of the industry that is, uh, you know, it's got a lot of traction over the last year. I think uh, it's led by your way up in Queensland. You know, there's, there's always been a high demand for ginger beer in, in Queensland, and um, it's more and more breweries are are brewing, uh, are brewing uh, or creating a ginger beer. Um, and, uh, you know, it's clear. I think there's a couple of things that we're seeing this year. Ginger beer, low and no alk and, uh, and low carb um, are, are certainly trends um, that are, are not only, you know, that are gaining a lot of traction and obviously appealing to the consumers, uh, you know, on, on, on mass, which is, you know, fantastic to see um, the light on the industry and some, some growth and, you know, any conversation and any gateway and any way to elements into, into craft beer is good for us all. 
Absolutely. So, uh, mate, anything else uh, as we hit the uh, pointy end? Um, you're not going to give us any tips. Uh, you haven't given us the results, so uh, <laughs> yeah, we're mate, flying blind come on. here. <laughs> uh, well, uh, you'll see there's, um, you know, in, in the results, it has just dropped three beers have dropped out of the uh, out of the top ten, which yep. intuitively would say three three have moved into the top ten. Yep, so, huge. Uh, it's, this is the closest uh, poll we've had all round. Never mind any at the front end, but it, you know, in, in, in the race to the to the finish line, it is the closest poll that we've had certainly since we've been involved. There's literally, literally been nothing in it. Um, so, you know, congratulations to to everybody, all the brewers that are out there that that participated. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of excitement around the, the new beer list as well, um, and uh, you know, a lot of excitement now as we go into into the final team. Well, mate, uh, congratulations on, you know, it, it, anything that creates this level of conversation about beer is good for the entire industry. So uh, congratulations on that. We'll be watching uh, with intent um, and, you know, seeing where it all goes. And uh, I, I'm very excited to see how the uh, top 10 pans out. Super. Fantastic. Thanks for having me, guys. Good on you, mate. Talk to you soon. Cheers, mate. There you go. Oh. Ooh. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> Mike, no, that's fine. I was just going to – I was because he said it was so close, I was really keen to understand from Mike how they how their voting works with the one to five um, because, you know, it does seem – so, like, what are the ones that have dropped out of the top so ten? Volta IPA, I think. And the Beechworth Pale. Beechworth Pale. And also uh, – one, two, three, four, six. Uh, oh, no, Kaiju was 11. Kaiju was 11. Possibly – Oh, well, it'll be Bentsburg, Harley Griffin, because it's just gone down two. Sorry, so the listeners Cooper's who... Cooper's going up 64, though. Uh, who, who lost audio for a second. I'm not sure what happened with the... Uh, the internet dropped out. The internet dropped oh, out, apparently. The internet so dro- oh, the internet. That internet. Must be that 5G. <laughs> Somebody didn't have their uh, third vax. <laughs> Wasn't me. I'm triple vaxxed. Oh, um, show off. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so let, let me see. So we've got... Um, Big mover this year, uh, or so far, Brick Lane's got two. Last year they had four. Um, interesting to see Sidewine, alcohol-free. Yes, I was just saying that to Sabrina beforehand. Um, going to be interesting, bearing in mind that they're having uh, litigation over that one. So proving that um, Sidewinder is a popular beer will be a key sort of aspect of that and that it's recognised in the public sphere and maybe, you never know, we'll see Hottest 100 in a federal court. Now, we haven't seen <laughs> Heaps Normal yet. Yeah, we? we have. Oh, we it have? Just yeah, came Heaps in. Normal is debut. Viewing at 20. 20, okay. Um, and we will be speaking to Nick Cogger, um, who is apparently very keen to have a chat to Sabrina. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, here we go. No, we're going to be talking <laughs> about that, so we'll be speaking to Nick. Uh, but we're also going to speak to uh, – well, heaps normal, we were very interested in seeing where they came because – as we've talked about ad nauseum on the podcast, so much interest in the alcohol-free space. Um, you know, so much media coverage for it. Wanted to see whether that translated to votes. It has. It has. It has. Yep. I mean, it's translated to at least three, right? Three different no alcohol beers are in the hottest mm-hmm. one hundred. Yep. And but he, heaps normal is kind of the biggest. It is, and it's clear. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It appeared that it's way. Done debuting at twenty is an impressive. That's feat, a that's a huge. Yeah. It, yeah, that's absolutely. a huge debut. Absolutely, and it was also interesting. So we're going to speak to Nathan uh, Lennon first um, from Hawks uh, Brewing. So we might get Nathan on um, oh, to talk about that because they're patio they pale very well. Actually, I was just I made a note to that one. We've got how many have we got of Hawks? And one of the sorry, yeah. Um, we're we sort of coming up with the uh, stats as we go. Um, 
but Hawks has got a couple. Again, they, they've not yet built a brewery. They are in the in the um, process of. They and, have, uh, and they opened launching. it just before Christmas. The they production brewery, the production not brewery. the venue. Yes, that's yes. where you. That's what you're thinking. That's where I'm going. So, yeah. but again, for for a brand that really hasn't been out there mm-hmm. um, with a, a, a consumer facing brewery, it's been a, it's been a brand. Yeah. Um, they've they've done very well. But that's very impressive. One of the interesting things about the Hottest 100 is the endless debate about how. Much breweries should campaign, um, and yeah, we've know, seen a lot this year as well. We've seen it. Well, that was the thing. It's it's kind of like the attitude, and we only had five minutes with Mike, unfortunately, because there was a lot that we we might even see if we can get him back in the mm. post show. Um, and Mike's view is, it's great. You know, mm-hmm. breweries should be allowed to campaign. There was a move earlier in the year from some breweries who didn't, you know, particularly ones who had been number one before, mm-hmm. um, weren't really keen on, you know, they wanted to see the, you know, once you'd won, um, you should be retired, mm-hmm. um, which... Yeah, interesting. I mean, it's a valid point. I see where they're coming from. But at the same point, uh, at the same time, you're just like, well, why? That There, there is a new beers list for well, that. <laughs> well, I was looking at, um, this might be a silly question because maybe, Matt, you know the answer and maybe you don't, but Cooper's original parallel... Yep. Is up 64. It's in here at number 11. I've had a quick look and I, I don't know the stats, but it's obviously been in for several years. <laughs> it's a regular. <laughs> the, yeah. the, well, a couple of years ago, Coopers didn't even bother entering. You know, it, it, it's one of the really interesting things about Coopers. You know, uh, when the CBIA founded, there was discussions, do you want to be part of our club? You know, you're independent yep. um, and Coopers didn't want to be. You know, they didn't <laughs> see themselves as a craft brewery. Um, and so they declined um, to, to be involved. Um, and when Gabs was going on and you first had to enter the beers, nobody entered the beers. And suddenly the next year, oh, how do we get involved in this? And we have seen them actually realising the value um, particularly with the beers that they've launched, you know, the XPA and the um, Pacific Ale, um, the, the value of being involved. Now, we do have uh, Hawks' uh, Nathan Lennon, one of the founders. Uh, Nathan, Nathan, welcome to uh, Radio Brews News. G'day, Matt and gang. How are you? Not too bad. Mate, big day for you, big day for Hawks Brewing. Um, just as you've opened your first production brewery, uh, you, you've, you've had some pretty good uh, results. Yeah, it was really solid for us. I mean, it feels like we're... You know, we're building year on year, which is good. We're not going backwards. So, um, yeah, <laughs> Underplaying it a bit there, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. I mean, the lager, it's always a treat to sort of see a, um, a lager getting that sort of hottest 100 amongst, um, you know, a lot of other sort of typically craft styles. So, we're really happy with 65 there. And, um, yeah, patio getting to 31. We were just – we were aiming for top 50, so we were really stoked patio power got into um, in the 31st place. It's um, awesome. And I just and I just saw our mates at Heaps Normal um, got the quiet XPA in at number 20, which yeah. is um, just epic. So, um, yeah, really, really stoked for those guys too. That's so cool. Are we expecting bigger things now? You've got your brewery all set up, opened for next year. I know we're already excited about this year, but <laughs> <laughs> come on now. What's well, what's the plan? World domination, yeah, hottest well, 100 domination. Well, we're, 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 well, it's great. We've got a really good base to build from, obviously. Like, we've, we've got a pretty engaged community, um, you know, that are showing us a lot of love around things like this. Um, and, yeah, like, it's been a... It's been a crazy two years for everybody, but obviously to build, um, you know, a pretty substantial sized brewery and um, and hospitality venue around that as well um, during 2020, 2021 with COVID and all that, like, yeah, we're just frothing to get this thing open and, and obviously start kind of 
Um, feels like day one for us as well. Feels like kind of like two phases of a life pre pre uh, pre Hawks HQ and post. So <laughs> once we um once we have that and we can start kind of really um we're already brewing beer. We're already sort of we've been we've been brewing for sort of four months now. And Brody um and Kieran have been punching out some some delicious consistent beer for us. But yeah, obviously to get the venue open and to be able to welcome people in and give them that sort of um, extra special love that that only we know how will be will be um, well as any other brewery that's got their own tap room will probably attest to that's like that's a huge advantage so um, yeah look we're hoping to build on on that next year and um, yeah it's just uh, it's nice to be talking about something different at least today than uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that shall not be named yes <laughs> Nathan you had um well, when you first launched you, you, your beers have certainly won accolades you've had uh, justin fox um you know initially develop yep. the recipes for you they, they've been well uh you know rewarded that you can't complain about the liquid which is what we are all drinking but at the same yeah. time you and your uh, co-founders had a you know came from a background in a very you know successful marketing um company what is more important um, to a brand, particularly when it comes to the Hottest 100? Is it the beer or is it the branding? Oh, it's got to be both. Um, you know, no one's going to vote in a beer they don't like. Um, and I think that's just commercially um, as well, you know, like I think it's, it's, it's important. Like it means nothing if, if it doesn't taste good out of the tin or off the tap. Um, so any good result um, is testament to, to the people behind it that are brewing it. Um, so massive shout out to our team, um, you know, Rhodes, Kieran and Chris for, um, for obviously kind of bringing that sort of quality liquid out there. But um, your brand's also obviously really, really important as well. Um, so for us to be able to kind of lean into some of those strengths from our background and finally surround ourselves with people that know what the hell they're doing around all other components of the business, um, because it obviously just started with David and myself in a little garage in my, in my Nana's house and now obviously grown to a 25-strong company in, um, in a big garage in Marrickville. So um, <laughs> it allows us – it definitely is – it's nice to finally be in a place where David and I can be a little bit more um, on top of brand and, um, you know, putting even a little bit more effort into the campaign this year with the guys from Heaps Normal and kind of bring sort of a bit of a concept to it at least where um, we felt like it was an opportunity to, to bring together – not only our two communities, but sort of like really fly the flag for independence, sticking together and helping each other out through tough times. So, Mate, um, I, I'm just going to jump in because I want to talk about your campaign with Heaps Normal. But yeah, as as you know, somebody who sits at the um, crossroads of the brewing industry, and we see every brand come past and hear every brand story pitched to us. Yep. What is it about the need to have the story that? traces back to the garage <laughs> you know because you, 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 I'm, I'm not having a go but it's something that we hear you know over and over and over again and yet yeah. you know when you guys launched it was like it, for, for for new beer launches you guys knew your stuff you had you know the, the, the brand is named after one of the best known beer drinkers that this country's yeah. ever had um but at the same time you know when you're weaving your narrative it still talks about you know from our garage, you know, rustic yeah. and authentic. Yeah, but it, <laughs> yeah, is well, it like is, is it is that important to a brand story? Yeah, it's that's the key word for for us is authenticity. It's actually one of our brand values, to be honest. It's it's what we try and build everything around. Um, that goes back to the, you know, to the man who started this with us. You know, Bob was um, what you see is what you get, and incredibly authentic, um, whether you liked it or not. 
So I think that's sort of what's appealing as well for 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 people that connect to brands is they 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 kind of um, they want to know a little bit about a bit more about you, a little bit more, more about um, where you come from. Um, you know, I think in craft provenance is obviously really really integral. So. Um, being able to kind of visit your local brewery and support them and build that community around that, like actually seeing this in the flesh. Um, well, we well, which have you haven't had yet, yeah. So that, that Claire's question about what you're looking for for next year, do you think that will play into it next year? Absolutely. Well, I hope so. Um, you know, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not a small feat um, trying to kind of do what we're about to do and take my hat off to just about everyone that's, that's done that. Um, but um, I definitely think so. I think I think it'll enable us to um, go a little bit deeper into kind of connecting people to the story behind Hawks if they don't know a lot about it already. Um, it allow us to kind of provide a bit of a platform as well for us to kind of start expanding because, as you may know, we've only really been ranged in New South Wales and ACT. We've taken it really slow. Um, and we've just pushed, started pushing into southeast Queensland as of a couple of months ago. So, just having that steady base and 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 having that kind of um, that that platform and a commercial platform through our tap room to be able to um, you know muscle up a little bit more. And you know, it's been a it's been a short trip, but it feels it feels like it's it's also taken a while. And I'm I'm just impatient by nature, but uh, it's be but it'd be nice to kind of um, hopefully get like a bit of a boost um, off the back of you know, kind of having a home and um, allowing people to, to, to come in and really enjoy that and probably get a bit of an epiphany moment around what it means to to us to, to be a part of this. And it's really about building that culture and um, that can extend out to the community and hopefully we keep brewing good beer and more good beers because, you know, obviously with our tap room, we um, we have the ability to, to start um, experimenting a little bit more and we've been really steady and safe up until this point that... Uh, you know, Brody and the crew and, and obviously Justin kind of overseeing things as well is, um, you know, we're super excited to be able to sort of bring out some new styles um, this year. Yeah, not next year, this year. Beautiful. Nathan, it's Sabrina here. It sounds like um, we've, got, we've got a forum for listener questions and one of the questions that came in literally as you were talking about it was, do you think that the pandemic has, has seen people reconnect with their tried and true brews or their <laughs> local breweries um, and that's affecting the results? Because definitely we're sort of seeing a um, – a lot of breweries that had more beers win last year. There's more breweries winning this year, um, you know, less beers in the top 100. And so yeah. do you think that's sort of the question was, do you think it's related to sort of pandemic, drink local, people are reconnecting? You talked about your brand story. It all seems pretty, um, you know, pretty consistent with that's the way mm. the market are behaving. Your guess is as good as mine. Like I, I could, mm-hmm. I could give it an opinion, but it'll be anecdotal. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think you're right. I think there's uh, look. It, you can't say that the pandemic didn't change just about everything and every and and the way we look at everything. And um, you know, it's actually great to see more and more breweries kind of make that hundred, and as opposed to sort of just more beers out of, out of several yeah. particular breweries. Um, so yeah, you're like yeah, I think I think you could be right there. I think I think people really kind of wanting to show their support, choose choose local, choose indie, um, has been a really important message over the last couple of years too. So um, hopefully that's resonated through these results. And um, yeah, super super keen to see the top ten. To be honest, I mean I think everyone's pretty. Well, num- number ten has just been announced, which yeah. is Young Henry's New Towner, um, which has dropped yeah, wow. one place, but still you know, hanging in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah wow. That's it. Oh, that's incredible. Well, you know, 
been in the top 10 since it started. So (laughs) (laughs) pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Those, those guys are just up the road for us. So we've got some good inner West uh, representation today, which is great. And we've just had another question. Are you guys planning on expanding your range or adding any hazies? That's a listener uh, question. Ab- yeah, ab- ab- absolutely. Um, you know, the, the first port of um, call for, for any of our beers will be through our bar, through our venue, um, and then we'll sort of assess, see, see, you know, what the feedback is and those that we are that we want to kind of unleash and put into tin um, and put out into the public will kind of get the vote off that bar. Um, but, yeah, absolutely, like, that's – that's um, yeah, that's – definitely our intention i'd love to see more hawks out there it's just you know yeah one thing at a time (laughs) so many beers there's only so much shelf space out there you know like it's 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 hard to kind of squeeze into a little spot these days yeah um we're 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 lucky to have uh we're lucky to have two or three on shelf these days um anyway so um, yeah, really, really stoked with where it's going. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, one question, that, and the question that I alluded to uh, right at the start yeah. was, interesting campaign this year. You didn't just campaign for yeah. yourselves. You worked with <clears throat> the Heaps Normal guys. What was the thinking mm-hmm. behind that? Because they're certainly a brand that's created a lot of attention over the last 12 months. Yeah, well, the boys are doing an incredible job, um, boys and girls, um, doing an incredible job over there. Like, we were sort of we're sort of mates um, just from around the traps anyway. Um, we've both got Canberra connections. Like they're obviously like sort of launched out of Canberra. Um, we've got a, we've got a really strong community base in Canberra for obvious reasons through kind of like Bob's history and whatnot. And we, we, we sort of do a lot of work down there um, to cultivate that um, sort of relationship with that community. So it felt like all the, all the stars were aligning for us to, to probably just kind of do something together. And it just sort of felt, it just sort of fell into place really naturally. Like, you know, don't just choose beer this year, choose mateship. It's been a really tough couple of years. So this ethos of sticking together and lifting each other up and, you know, like we've, we've just had some really interesting conversations over the last 18 months with some of that crew and, you know, shared some of the pain points, kind of swapped a bit of advice. Like it feels like, you know, share, Shared laughs, shared shared tears, had a hug, um, <laughs> obviously. and obviously, like those guys dropping some some beer around to ours, and, and vice versa. And you know, it just felt like here's a really good opportunity for us to to bolster each other's campaign. But I suppose the um, you know, underpinned by a, a really, I think, a really nice message, which is um, you know, us Indies really do need to stick together. And beyond that, as people and as humans, we all need to stick together and we need to be kind to each other and um, really help each other out because it's just been a bastard of a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Mate, we've taken up enough of your time. Uh, now, mm-hmm. I, I do have to ask, are, are you going to be celebrating with one of your beers uh, this afternoon or with one of the heaps normal beers? Or maybe <laughs> one and then the other. <laughs> yeah. We've got, we've got plenty of both. So yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, that's it. We'll be, uh, we'll be like mind, mindfully interchanging one from the next and I think we could probably go for a while if we keep doing that. <laughs> Terrific. Well, congratulations and, uh, you know, congratulate. You said a team of 25 now or was it 45? 25. 25. Yeah, yeah. Still, still to hire hospo, so it'll grow. With, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's pretty cool. Well, congratulations um, to, to, to you and your team and, uh, you know, in, in, enjoy a couple of uh, great beers this afternoon. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. Enjoy the rest of your hour. Thanks, See ya. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye. Boop.
There we go. Uh, yeah, that was, that was very, very interesting. So, oh, lovely! That's such a nice sentiment. It feels really, it feels really nice after a rough year. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's real. I know. It's real. <laughs> But, and, I, and I do wonder because you know certainly um, the excitement um, leading up to the hottest one hundred this year. You know, it's, it's always been there amongst beer nerds, for want yeah. of a, a better word. But there does seem to be some genuine excitement about you know the the discussion. It doesn't seem to have felt as snarky. The discussion, you know, we know who's going to win. It's going to be this. Yeah. I, honestly, it's the same as sort of any of these. Um, you know, industry events, it has been so hard, mm-hmm. as he just said, and so I think people want to get together and this is one of the reasons for our industry to kind of get together and celebrate, mm-hmm. you know, all the hard work. And yeah. so I, I, I think it, I think that sentiment that Claire sort of touched on, I think that's real. Oh, it was real for yeah, me. Really. I was I was super excited that's about it. this today. Um, on the chat, Daniel Ridd, uh, state year count, Queensland's have got – 27 in the list. Victoria's got 21. New South Wales, 18. ACT, 8. SA, 8. W, uh, WA, 8. Uh, James Davidson says, I think this poll is rigged because the Bruce News office is in Queensland and they decide the order of the artist <laughs> 100. Well, I'm not going to lie. It would look very different if we did, I think. <laughs> not, in a, not in a mean way, just because we're grumpy here. <laughs> well, just be... A couple of lagers, a couple of pilsners, <laughs> sours from me. You could debate endlessly why that is. Um, you know, you look at the way the Queensland breweries go in the quality-based awards. So that's what I was – that's immediately where I went, Matt, yeah. in my mind. Yep. Uh, not, you know, not, not saying that there's bad beer anywhere, but, um, you know, the Queensland brewers seem to win, you know, you know Black Hops, uh, um, Moffat, Moffat Beach, Beach – uh, Bolter, um, you know, wins a, a lot mm-hmm. of awards. Mm-hmm. So the beer is certainly there. But, you know, as Nathan said, you know, nobody's going to vote if it's a bad beer. Absolutely. But at the same time, um, there has to be more than that. And, you know, guys like the um, – your mates, guys, just run very, very strong campaigns. The Black Hops, you know – well, you, I mean, it could be uh, – you know, I always think about it is there's the, there's the good beer and then there's the campaigns that you run. But it also might just mean in Queensland – because we're a little bit further behind the craft phase, we've got a really engaged audience. Mm-hmm. Like breweries have built a really engaged audience and there's not quite as many um, in some of the local areas. And so people are really big fans and so they get out mm-hmm. and support. Yeah, I don't know if that's real, but yeah, yeah. it certainly feels like you've got a pretty engaged audience to get this number of votes because yeah. not all of these would be nationally ranged. Oh, no. Everywhere. Um. We've got number nine. It's popped up. Capital Brewing Co. Coast Ale. It's a nice one. Up See, five. Yeah, another one. Um, a, a big brewery, like a, a big independent brewery. It's it's one of the bigger independent breweries, so it's got a big distribution. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's. A, I, I would you agree that's probably not. You know, it's not a black hop sexy. It's not a you know. Agreed. Those sorts of things. Um, and it's was, not perceived it's in like the a, same yeah, way. Yeah, it's like yeah. a nice solid beer. But like. up five, that's a pretty big leap <laughs> into the At the top. Into the yeah. top. Yeah. yeah, definitely. For, for, again, for a beer that doesn't have that sort of haze craze, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. lactose. Interesting, I was just looking at the Little Creatures homepage because sort of thinking well, they've gone up. And one of the things that I say year on year is, you know, there is a bit of a metric. It's distribution by hype squared because, mm. you know, if you've got a big audience to draw on, you've got more potential voters, but then you need the 
motivation um, to vote. You, know, mm-hmm. you, you need to be engaged, um, yep. and that's where the hype comes in, or you know, the the, the craft beer. So if you've got a really um, activated sub, sub yeah. support group, um, little creatures, you know, from scrolling back in their Facebook um, postings. They've only posted once on the 11th of uh, January, vote for our beers, vote for Pacific Ale and Pale Ale, um, but they've got 92,600 <laughs> people liking us, you know, you know liking them. So wow. um, you don't need too many of, you know, with 40,000 votes cast last year mm. and uh, it, it's... 45. It, 45. Um, this year. This year. <laughs> you know, even if half of your face, even if that one post motivates, you know, half of your Facebook group to actually vote... Um, you're going to get a result, you'd well, imagine. Well, and it's 45,000 people times five votes. Times five votes, yeah. Which is, a, which is a really great way of making sure that there's some balance in your list because people all vote differently. Mm-hmm. Like I voted for – I kind of went brewery first. Breweries that I wanted to support, then beer. Oh, okay. Whereas okay. some people vote beer first, whereas if you, you're connected to a brewery and you've gotten engaged mm-hmm. – and you'll just pick one relationship. That you, know you, you, like. yeah. you pick one that you like, or the one that mm. you know they're campaigning yep. for, because you want to be supportive. supportive. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. Um, I think that is the first time that Capital's been in a top ten, actually, from what I can see. So that's a really big one for them as well. Well, we did see a post that said, "Where was the article that we saw the other day that said the ACT we're going to take out?" Oh yes. So, hey, so you know, predictions well, are proving pre- predictions. Who, who, who was tipping uh, heaps normal to uh, to, to come yeah. number one? Because oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> but hey, like, but look, twenty is pretty not, rock solid. Look, you, you know that I'm just having a go at bad journalism. Not I know, actually, but that's why I, they actually tipped normal. ACT was going to do really well, and look, it is. Um, I'm just looking to see. Okay, so okay, Capital Brewing um, has sixteen thousand um, Facebook. Wow. You know, uh, eighteen thousand people follow. Sixteen thousand have checked in. Um, so yeah, you know, good on them. You, you don't need That's too amazing. many, um, and they're celebrating. They're not quite up to date. Their hang loose juice uh, was up thirty one places to forty two. So you know, they, they have been posting. They've been using it. Mm-hmm. Has any um, campaigning stood out? We spoke to Nathan about you know that that vote, which I thought you know for a brewery named after, or a beer named after a prime minister, um, mm-hmm. you know having a preference swap deal with the Greens um, <laughs> sort of um, you know, a, a arrangement where you know um, you vote number one for us, and we'll put you number one on our how to, how to vote cards Amazing. was actually very smart, and in a lot of ways they w- they they weren't competing products because one's alcohol free and so they were very complimentary um so i thought that was interesting has anyone else seen any other um interesting campaigning i haven't seen anything that's interesting in that way in terms of sort Mm -hmm. of really clever but i um saw posters for brouhaha in the place that you would find advertising for like local shows and things Mm -hmm. behind a train station like Ah, plastered up on the wall and it just was like vote H100 brouhaha. Yeah, and I, yeah. in, in this is in Brisbane, so this is not on yeah. the Sunshine Coast. And I just thought, wow, like that's. Um, can I only assume it? it means vote for the hottest 100. <laughs> vote brouhaha. Yeah, I don't think they're I doing just, anything else. <laughs> yeah, but look, I thought that was really interesting because I was like, wow, you're hitting the mainstream crowd. Like you're not mm. pushing it in just the li- little craft crowd area the that Gold you're Coast. in. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yeah, definitely. I really like that. That's And that's why th- some marketing can be really good. It can spread further than you think it will. And that's really looking outside said box. Yeah, that's um, right. 
you know, social media following is an important factor in things like this, but it's not everything, as Matt's just proven with little creatures. <laughs> and, uh, and also I saw, um, there's another one, your mates did some good ones. They seem to be pretty on point with their they marketing. They work for, it very hard. Yeah, um, they, yeah you know, they work hard on it. Again, they've got a very strong following um, up on the Sunshine yep. Coast. Mm-hmm. They, they really engage um, anyone that walks in the venue. But at the same time, they started doing that um, when... Not that it was on the nose to really actively campaign, but there was a, a, a bit of a um, there was a bit of a um, you know you couldn't incentivize people. Mm. The you know before Mike took over, there was a little bit more reluctance to let people just go open slather. Um, where you know Mike's bought a business that he wants to see grow, and you know one way to do that is have every brewery, you know, stuffing their. Um, communication channels with information about the Hottest 100 mm-hmm. and in return Mike also advertises this thing you know, on billboards and things to, to, to create to go outside of that existing craft beer bubble so it's a win-win mm-hmm. but it does change the you know anything that has that level of campaigning does change the mm-hmm. I don't know like we've got so um, just shout out to the capital team who are hosting a host party um, today in mm-hmm. ACT so they're probably having a cracking time on that number nine on that nine win but I would just say um, yeah. that you know like you just gave the stats there sixteen thousand mm. they're not spending a whole lot of money on that there's not a whole lot yeah. of um, campaign and you've come in at number nine and yeah, so. That's it. You know, oh, I wasn't talking about capital in that, in that. I'm just sort of talking generally. Yeah, but yeah. that's what I mean yeah. about the campaigning, right? Like it works to some extent, mm-hmm. but if you've got a solid following, it, it also um, pays off oh, in, in the numbers. Yeah, without necessarily marketing or putting loads of money behind that marketing. So, yeah, yep. go for it. Um, we've got number eight coming <laughs> in. We're actually going to pull somebody out from our uh, chat room to have a, uh, a quick chat. Uh, we're going to be getting uh, Klimt. Yeah, uh, Klimt, yeah. Uh, I've seen him, the cheeky little sausage. He's just gone, uh, Daniel Ridd says, Matt's setting up social media following angle for when Better Beer wins. Klimt <laughs> says, if Better Beer wins, I'm done. That <laughs> um, we haven't yeah, seen yeah. him yet. Um, and, you know, we don't know. Um, no look, idea. Look, I, I'm going to I'm going to put this out there now. I don't know if they're going to win, um, but if they're not doing well um, with the f- social media following that their um, you know the the inspired unemployed have, you know, talk about hype. You know, the uninspired unemployed. The we don't have pe- the hundred to two hundred, do we? Like that hasn't um, been. No, we haven't seen yet. that yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so, so, so we it's not seen like we. Yet. So they might fall in there somewhere, and we just don't know yet. They, they, they yeah, but I'll, look. With their social media following, with the people that they can draw on, you know, who are very involved in, in what they do. And it's also been a huge selling brand, as, we, as we've talked about um, before. But, you know, look, if you don't want to like the beer because, you know, I don't like the better for you thing, um, you know, and I'll have those elements. But anything that creates excitement about beer as a category um, is good for everybody. Um, and if they're reaching, if they're taking, you know... The thing that surprised me is that, you know, a low-carb, you know, low-flavour beer, um, is it craft? We're in a post-craft world. So we're not even going to talk about that. But anything that brings people (laughs) to beer and creates excitement and awareness about beer is fantastic. Although then when you've got the whole better for... But you vote for five, right? You don't just vote for one. Mm -hmm. Now, we we are going to uh, (laughs) pull him out of our uh, our chat room. Clip Donahoe uh, from uh, Spotty Dog Brewing and the Step Brewers podcast. Welcome. 
Mate, g'day. How are you? Hey. <laughs> All right, Glenn. Check of you guys. <laughs> Mate, so you, like you're keeping everyone entertained for free. And if anyone is listening and uh, isn't, if you go to mixlr.com forward slash brews hyphen news, there's a really active uh, chat group uh, where people are talking um, and you can relay questions to us to, to speak to the uh, to, to the um, guests. Uh, now, <laughs> we, we did speak last year um to find out what was going on with Tasmania. Tasmania's got some brilliant breweries. You know, you've it's a very proud state that hates being left off maps and those sorts of things and so does a lot to support, you know, the, the, the state itself but haven't managed to crack the hottest 100. And uh, it, it looks like so far this year um, we're seeing the same um, despite you guys actually having a bit of a larrup yourself. Yeah, we had a little bit of a crack this year. I think it was... Um it's one of those things, right, like as much as, uh, particularly on Step Brewers, not so much on Spotty, we take the piss out of the hottest 100. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I've got, I've, got a, I've got a brewery opening up in June. Wouldn't mind a little bit of attention here. <laughs> um, yeah, look, Changing your tune, yeah. We had a little local crack and we did, we did add, actually send a bit of beer interstate this year, not great, great amounts, but some pretty strong IPAs. Um, so we thought, you know, we'll have a little crack and see what happens. But yeah, it's just a, um, I think it's just a reach, reach mm-hmm. thing for us at the moment in Tassie. And I will say that I didn't see maybe any Tassie brewers really going for it again this year. I think it's similar to last year. One of those. Is Tassie too up. cool for it? Let's be honest. Are they just like no? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've, uh, I do have, I do have some fun stats for you guys actually. Oh, please! Well, yes. And I, I need to say that because after we spoke to Clint last year. Had it not been for effing COVID, um, <laughs> he was going to be sitting here with us. He was going to be our stats man because he had some really interesting insights last year. So uh, let him rip now. Well, this is uh, this is a little bit of uh, pulling data from somewhere else um, and and looking at the hundred because I wouldn't dare do the stats of Daniel Rude in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> he's good, isn't he? He's the he's other good. man that we were going to have uh, have have here. <laughs> He's very good, but um, no, we were having a, a look at the top 50 breweries in Australia on Untapped last night mm-hmm. um, and looking at the state by state. And Tassie's very well represented in the top 50 breweries. Mm-hmm. So the, the product that's getting out there is getting really highly rated, but then you look at the amount of people checking it in and it's just so much lower. So I think Tassie Brewers, we've got two in the top 11, um, yet we can't get a beer in the 100. Okay, that, that, that's a really, really interesting insight then, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and one of the things that, again, I found really interesting last year when we spoke was, as you said, you know, you don't have too many Tassie brewers crossing uh, the, you know, to the mainland for distribution. And there was just kind of a feeling amongst the brewers that, you know, well, it's just not relevant to us because of, mm. because of that. Um, do, do you think that we are seeing enough growth in the Tassie brewers or that, that the mark will see market saturation where they do start, you know, casting their eyes further afield for for, for markets, and it will become more relevant. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I think there's been some there's been some really strong new brewers join the scene down here, and it is growing really fast. And it's, I think it's become there's more brewers who are going to have some reach than so many really really small players. Um, so you know, your stalwarts down here like Shambles Brewery, they're absolutely pumping out volume. Um, and starting to see a little bit of that pop up in, in Victoria. And then you've got, you know, Hobart Brewing Company doing really well, you know, Moo Brew perennially producing a lot of beer. Um, but I think the big difference will come from 
this sort of next wave of breweries being built. So um, Fox Friday have got, if you haven't seen their socials, their Instagram, mm-hmm. I uh, had, a, had a cheeky visit last night. Their new brewery out in Moona is absolutely stunning. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised that between that brewery and their Melbourne one, uh, they'll have a fair dip next year. Excellent. Well, I mean, you guys are the sort of one of the homes of hops in Australia. Mm-hmm. It would really be great to kind of see that yep. appreciated and reflected. And certainly in um, the chat here, we're getting lots of questions about where can they get your yep. beer and loads of love for Tassie brewers <laughs> in general. Yeah, loads yeah. of love. And where can we get where can we get the beer in Queensland, etc. So it definitely seems like there's an appetite for your beer and Tassie beer. Well, um, I, I just want to know when he's going to take a subscription to Brews News. Well, I was, <laughs> well, I was actually thinking um, more about. I can't wait to get down there on my trip in April. Oh, yes, March, oh, April. Oh, yeah, that'd be amazing. Look, since uh, since since our Lord and Saviour Pappy G Gut One has opened up the borders, <laughs> it's been uh, it's been really nice to uh, yeah, really nice to have people visiting again and starting to see some of the beer community come down. Yeah. Um, even if even if you lot brought your COVID with you. Um, it was it was probably worthwhile overall. Worthwhile um, <laughs> uh, overall. <laughs> Our own COVID. <laughs> I think um, I think like for, for Tassie Brewers, we got so many that are servicing the market down here. And the last the last two years have been a bit hard with less visitors. Um, but no one seems to have slowed down. We've got new players coming in all the time. Um, there's some really, really quality beer going on down here. The, the lagers at Camp and now Albert um, are first class, and I'm really excited to see them go out across Australia. So, yeah, I don't know if it'll change. Maybe it'll be, you know, maybe it'll be like normal Tassie, like it's good down here and we don't want to tell too many people. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a good way to do it, actually. Um, any more stats for us then, Clint? Uh, no, look, I have been... My wife's out on a hen's day today. <laughs> um <laughs> I have a three-year-old who's harassing me, and I've just, I just finished uh, feeding my five-month-old little girl, and she's luckily very quiet right now, so oh, brilliant. I, haven't, I haven't dipped into the stats too much, but one thing I will say is um, it's actually been really pleasing to see, even if they're at the top end of the countdown, some of the better uh, quality and better supported um, craft beers actually crack the list, so mm-hmm. once, more, once more into the fray from Deed in the, I think it was 90-something. That is like a world class um, and to see to see that get in there does show you that you know people haven't given up on on getting the craftier things in there and uh, and you know our favourite rat dog the old rat and hunt that was that was in my yeah, five, yeah. my uh, my votes yeah rat and hunt was I think might have even been my number one um, and then yeah, heads yeah. of Noosa Japanese yeah. and three point five. Yeah, the Japanese uh, lager from Heads and Noose are fantastic as well. So, yeah, look, it was good to see it. I would, uh, I'd love to see some stats on uh, the guys who didn't make it, like uh, Spy Young Bros. It'll be interesting to see, like, the 100 to 200, because I imagine mm. they might, but, like, that'll be really interesting to see who kind of just made it or whether the whether it's just more beers from the same breweries mm-hmm. or whether it actually mm-hmm. continues the trend of um, a broad range of breweries. Yeah, I'm sure uh, Daniel yeah. will be keeping us posted uh, with all of yeah, those stats. I'm, I'm so, I sort of, I thought if we did make it in, we'd be in like, you know, 90 to 100 or something because I think, yeah, our Mosaic and Simcoe IPA are just the response we had to those. We were selling out entire batches in a couple of days um, and those were a couple of beers we did get to Brisbane and quite a lot to Melbourne, even, even some out to WA. So... Um, Never yeah, too, we're in the, never too early for the 2023 
<laughs> campaign. Never too early to start. Look, if uh, anyone wants to come down to the tap room and vote uh, next summer, you know, we're out <laughs> on the water looking at, looking out over the yacht marina in Prince of Wales Bay. It's going to be pretty specky. Yeah, sold. With I'm going <laughs> to call. I'm going to call Christian McGarry and just get him to uh, teach me how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be speaking Brilliant. to him a little bit later, and uh, I'm sure he'll uh, give away some pointers. Oh, definitely. He's a good man. He's a good man. <laughs> Go, Larry. <laughs> well, mate, congratulations. Uh, you know, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us. And uh, yeah, um, hopefully we can uh, have you in here in real life next year. Oh, yeah. Or maybe even do it in, in in your tap room. Take. Always we'll bring the team down. Yeah. <laughs> There's some nods around the table here. That's for sure. <laughs> mate, thank you very much for joining us. All right. Happy, uh, happy Hottest 100 day and uh, let's go, Larry. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, talk to you in a bit. Now, when are we, where are we, uh, we must be almost due. We should be, I think. Well, we've got, have we talked about number eight? Have we, we talked about touched. ballistic? No, we haven't no, talked about oh, wine haze. Okay. Um, interesting. I've, especially because the year before last one, it did really well. Uh, they campaigned a lot. They spent a lot of money. There were billboards, big ones. Uh, not so much this past year, and yet they've still maintained, maybe dropped a little bit, but I'm quite impressed with that. That's a pretty still. consistent number. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, well, it, it, that, that's the thing. They haven't fallen far. Um, you know, they, so they were down to this year um, after a launch um, last year that, as you said, big national launch, you know, a lot of uh, effort put behind it, um, you know, both in venue marketing, but then also things. So, yeah, so, so it's done uh, pretty well. And have they gone? Excellent. Um, one thing I spotted just before we start moving on. Um, so one I always expect is mountain culture. Um, they've only got one on the list this year, but that was a collab with Capital. But also someone's mentioned that they don't put in for Gab's Hottest 100 at it's, all. It's up to breweries to yeah. Yeah, put their own beers in. Which is really interesting and I might have to speak to... The McCready's and see why that is. Oh, well, well it, would be, it would be really interesting because I, I saw a bit of chat about that recently where, you know, if you want to vote for a beer that's not in the list, mm-hmm. you can fill in a form when you go to vote. And then yeah. and then presumably that pings Gabs, Gabs ping the brewery and say, we've got someone interested in voting for your beer. Do you want to um, – open it up for voting. Mm-hmm. And so I just I'd be really interested in how many consumers ping asked for beers to be added that the breweries declined. Right? Like where they've yeah, gone actually like where the customer so you fill in a form yeah, on well, the page. But that was the big discussion back in May, you know, where the breweries, you know, like Stone and Wood, um, who have fought lost the, the the top spot mm. um wanting to be retired. So they don't, you know, potentially um, fall further, um, you know, which. But they. But what I'm getting at is, if a customer. But could, could a, they have just not entered their beer in it? You yeah, know, they it, can. Is what I'm saying. They can. That's the way it works. But that was the whole discussion. So you know, isn't it like a brewery can decline to participate? I don't think they can. Um, um, I, I, I yeah, I, I, I don't think they can. That was the whole discussion. That you know, oh. it, it's uh, if people want to vote for it, it's. No one owns the brand rights to to, to be voted for. Mm, okay, um, okay. And I, and I, I think in the past there have actually been threats of legal action or things if if, if brands you know don't right, want to be involved. Okay, well that's really fascinating. So that, that particularly after a takeover, when you know, like you'd, it, it, you'd see a, a lot of loss of support. Um, well, so, well, we'll, for, we'll for see. Some brands, some maybe not Bolter. So you know, maybe that's. Uh, 
you know, it comes down to brand things. So we've got <laughs> new notification. Have we? Uh, no, that was just ballistic. Um, now, just this ballistic. is Radio Brews we News, the number one beer mm. podcast in Australia, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> of course you can believe it. Um, <laughs> well, we're telling you, so it must <laughs> yeah, be true. <laughs> my name is Matt Kirkegaard, founder and editor of Australian Brews News. I'm joined by senior journalist Claire Burnett and also Sabrina Kunz, who... Can I update that from former oh, chair yeah. of the uh, Brewers Guild Brisbane of New Zealand? Resident. Uh, yeah, yeah. Brisbane, Brisbane resident. Brisbane resident. <laughs> Mum, Brisbane beery. resident, beer if you, drinker. <laughs> if, if you live in Brisbane, you can just get a gig yeah, um, on, on our podcast. If you just Move. show up. <laughs> so uh, that's that's who we are. And uh, yeah, look, even looking at the number of listens we've got, um, there are a lot more people listening, you know, and, and there is a bit of churn, so it's a, it's, it's a big um, year for beer. So you can't take anything away from what the Hottest 100 means. Um, anything else we want to discuss about... Uh, we didn't really go too much into 11 to 20. Um, you know, we yeah. saw the Cooper's original pale ale, mm-hmm. um, which is huge for them. Um, you know, Bolter Hazy. Bridge Road uh, Beechworth Pale Ale. Um, oh, so that's, that's a shame. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one because they, you know, it, it, it's one of the perennial um, top tens. It's, it's it's one of the ones that's always there. They did put a bit of effort into marketing it, um, and I, I know that Ben was hopeful um, that they were going to get up there, and I know that because on Tuesday we'll be dropping a podcast um, with mm-hmm. a bit of an update that we talk about this and a whole lot more. So yep. um, if if you clearly the number of people who are listening to this, you are audio people. Um, if you don't already listen to the uh, Australian Brews News podcast uh, called Beer is a Conversation, mm-hmm. um, we will be dropping that on it. Tuesday. And Ben does talk a lot about the challenges of being a brewery that is 17 years old and staying hip and relevant um, with breweries that are better resourced and, as he says, not necessarily coming into it for the same reason that he did. Ben was one of the really passionate early craft beer people. So mm-hmm. um, if, yeah, if, if you're an audio person and you haven't already listened to the uh, Radio Brews News channel on uh, your favourite podcasting app, uh, jump on that and listen to, to the chat with Ben. So I was a little, yeah, I was, I was feeling it a little bit for Ben. Uh, um, yeah, agreed. Uh, can we also talk about how Pirate Life have seen a resurgence? Uh, Pirate Life obviously saw a big decline. Um, they were... Pff- sort of 30th they had the best beer ranked at 30th in 2018 not ranked at all in 2019 and reached 79th place in 2020 and now we've got uh number 16 place with uh south coast pale ale i think that's really interesting so uh, we haven't touched on it yet i'm sure that we will but um you know when you get uh acquired by a big brewer People always have this discussion. Are you going to go down in popularity? What is that popularity uh, going to mean in future? Do people care about it? Like, it's all, there's loads of questions going on around that. And I think it's really interesting that Pirate Life um, brought it back from the brink, I suppose. Well, again, so 31,000 followers on Facebook. And we're just mm. using this as a metric um, just to, to give you a bit yeah, of 34,000 follow. Um, just having a quick scroll through their social media to see whether they, you know, posted much. Um, they don't seem to have uh, posted much, at least in, in in the social media. You know, there, there mm. were there's some breweries. The first year that I've seen that I remember um, seeing, you know, for example, Bent Spoke uh, had Google ads. So you know, when mm-hmm. you sort of do the type something in, 
they came up as vote for us in the hottest 100. In in addition to you know last year, they really pushed their social media and and their campaign hard. And you know, we will be speaking to to Rich, who may or may not be listening to us now, and uh, may want to rebut um, what I'm saying. <laughs> but you know, they really went hard. Um, and last year, one of their posts actually said, you know, we're so tired of not winning it. You know, sort of being oh, top five. You know, please yeah. help us get there. Which had that sort of you know. Um, heartstrings uh, sort of call um, but you know I, I don't see pirate life having really pushed it so yeah no, I, I wonder what the difference is because they really did take a big tumble um, oh yeah completely went when, when they the sold. charts yeah. yeah that was it and that's why people have been saying that about Bolter they said it about Stone and Wood you know are we going to see this massive drop and we didn't see it for Bolter last year which was really interesting um, we also had a comment in uh <laughs> Capital XBA come in at number seven, up six. Oh, brilliant. Just uh, keep me updated. Lovely. Oh, wow. So that's two in the top ten. Yeah, that'll do. Yep. That's well that's good. Massive. Good on them. Um, let's have a look. It's not refreshed for me. Uh, so we did it. Uh, Pistol Bradley in the chat room said, uh, South Coast umbrellas are everywhere in Adelaide. And I guess oh, that's part okay. of the benefit of being, you know, in, 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 the, in the big <gasps> breweries. Um Okay. <laughs> okay, number six has just landed. It's better beer. Better beer. There, well, better there you beer. go. So no, no there surprises you go. there. Oh, my God. That was uh, a well, no, shock. So, well, maybe there, there, there are surprises. Um, oh, wow. So. Holy shenanigans. Why? I, wasn't pre- why, why I just wasn't that? prepared for it. It's only just launched. It only had like a month or two in market. Like, it's quite unemployed. Again, yeah, you know, fair uh, point. And if they said something on their Instagram they page, they've got really engaged followers. Like, I guess that makes sense. I'm not actually a follower of them. But it also means that you can only vote for Better Beer once because they've only got one beer, right? Which means that the people that they engage to vote for Better Beer vote for four other beers. So that is expanding the way people think about beer and are getting engaged with, you know, craft, quote-unquote, beer altogether. So that's that's great. That's great for the sector. Yeah. I'm oh, feeling yeah, yeah. a bit bad for Brickley. Exactly. Right um, I'm just having a look at the better beer. Well, shout out to Capital, though. We can't They've underplay. Like yeah, Capital are doing amazing. Two, two, you know, two in the top Absolutely ten. They're celebrating it. at their brewery today. They are should they? be celebrating. Imagine it's going to be a... Are we going to get anyone on from Capital? We will. Um, we, 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 we can try. Um, <laughs> Do you want me to... I'll have a text. Uh, I'll see uh, well, yeah, going on. See, see who you can uh, find out. I'm just having a look at the better beer... Um, Instagram to sort of see how because they they've only got a couple of thousand. Um, oh, there you go. They, they got forty seven thousand followers on Insta. Um, done it. Yeah, have, have they done much? Fight for us in the gaps. Hottest one hundred with the inspired unemployed. Um, so yeah, I mean they, they've certainly got some reach. Um, and it's look. I'm not going to say a hard word against them because the what they do um, to take beer um, out to a broader audience is fantastic for everybody um, in, in, in the brewing industry. Um, so we might even see if we can get uh, – I might just message Nick Cogger um, if someone can talk for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Sorry, I was just getting doing exactly the same thing but for Capital. Uh, <laughs> what else have we got going on? Uh, what's going on in the chat? Oh, someone was talking about um, – so we should talk about the swap. So two Bolter beers have swapped round in terms of popularity. I think it was... Um, let's have a look. Let's have a gander. 
bowl to swap. It was the IPA at 13. Ah, okay. Right, yeah, that was it. I did know. I did spot it, but... And the hazy. Right, interesting. Oh, okay. <sighs> don't know about that one. But what do I, you think, Sabrina? Well, I just reckon that the way that you vote is so... Like, so you vote one to five points are allocated. And so depending, like, if lots of people voted a beer at three, mm-hmm. like, it would change, like, I the s- way people order right. their beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it might not be their top one, but if it's, like, if it's consistently everybody's the second one or yeah. consistently the third, it would really change things. And so I just wonder if that's, um, you know, that really has the ability to influence where people put them. Or people don't realise it makes such a big deal. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. So when they go on to it, yeah, they, they go, I want to vote for my brewery. And the way mm. the drop down one, yeah. And, and you don't think, oh, it really matters which one I put first, second and third. And you can reorder them, but maybe you don't realise. But those little numbers, when you're talking 45,000 people and, you know, so 200 and something thousand votes, that makes a huge difference. Yep. And we're going to get Nick Cogger on. I'm just looking at the Inspired Unemployed Instagram. Um 1.3 million followers. Um, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so capital at 16,000 on Facebook bigger, to yeah. 1.3 million. I mean, that's... Um, I've also not seen that many zero-carb beers in the top 10 before. Well, all, all of, like, I don't want to go any. into... There was one other. There was oh, um, low-carb, not zero-carb. Uh, okay. A couple of low-carbs, I think. Maybe like a Burley or something like that. Can't actually see. So I'm just yeah. uh, looking at their Instagram. Oh, they do. They've got better beer. Is that a plug? Um, no, they they launched the beer. Better beer available, but they I can't see them using their Insta to um, push the uh, hottest 100 um, voting um, specifically through the Inspired Unemployed. So um, and they've got a huge YouTube channel as well. So look, yeah, no, no. As uh, James Davidson in the chat room says, this is just a social media poll. Yeah, look, it probably is. But no, it's not. I, like, I'm not on social media. I'm not being critical. I'm, I'm just saying it is. Yeah, why not use it to tell people about beer? Yeah, oh yeah. Look, you, you mean it's a place where we all talk about beer and advertise it? Yeah, sure. And uh, Nick Cogger um, from Better Beer. Congratulations! You must be thrilled. Yes. Thanks, Matt and guys. Um, yeah, great result. I think. Um, yeah, I was starting to get a little bit nervous about um, any spots a bit higher. Um, <laughs> however, I think that's just yeah a little bit enough under the radar that won't annoy you guys. Oh, <laughs> don't say but, that. Uh, hey, have, have, have you been listening? I, I've, I've been in your corner. You know, like I, I, as you know, like you and I have talked. I don't like the whole better beer idea because it means that it's better than other beer um, <laughs> when all beer is pretty good but at the same time you're bringing a lot of people talking about beer which is amazing yeah and that's the i think that's the main thing um you know we didn't promote this on the inspired page we only supported it at, promoted it on our page um which has our dedicated drinkers um and we're hoping that you know, maybe we're bringing a few drinkers back from Seltzer, um, Canadian Club and Dry and a few of the other um, categories and hopefully making the category bigger for everyone. Yeah, we were just talking about, you know, it's probably mm-hmm. one of the first years you've seen sort of certainly no alcohol but low carb. Yep. Um, low you know, alcohol in general, ginger beers, basically alternatives to what would be like an IPA, a stand—I yeah. don't want to say standard, but you know. But even I mean. even the yeah. addition of um, some lagers that are fairly mid-strengthy. Mm. Um, you know, we were having that conversation about if this used to be just craft beer, and what does craft mean? And a craft consumer, it, the 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 
um, results overall are showing a bigger spread in palate mm-hmm. and in voting and what people want. And so having that choice um, through, you know, the, the work that you guys have done with Better Beer is actually bringing potentially more people to craft mm-hmm. or, or to beer overall. Yeah. So, Yeah, we totally agree there. We think, um, you know, we'll promote this later on our page. Um, our followers will see you know, the top five, the top ten, and maybe even delve a bit deeper. I saw one drop had a vanilla pastry um, and a few other uh, describing words. You know, some of these really weird and outrageous beers that I personally love to drink as well. Um, but I do mention, I you know, there are a few people that think we're probably a touch too mainstream, but if you uh, jump over to Triple J, I think the Wiggles are about to finish top five. In the yeah. <laughs> no way. So, oh, that's gonna that's gonna get people talking. Okay, but guys, don't judge me. I bought that t-shirt. I have the oh, Wiggles crossover Sabrina. Triple J t-shirt, so yeah, I'm, no, I'm there for I'm, it. Um, if ABAC went around, maybe we do a collab. <laughs> Good instinct, there, Nick. Good instinct. Hey, Nick, talk us through what was. You know, what was the inspiration to reach out to the Inspired Unemployed um, to partner <laughs> yeah. you know, on, on, on the beer? Yeah, so it was um, vice versa. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so we connected. I had an alcoholic kombucha brand. Um, so we connected at a music festival in um, Canberra called Spilt Milk. Um, and we were there drinking some kombucha. But funnily enough, um, our favourite beer at the festival was Crankshaft IPA. Um, mm. And Richard was there in attendance and saw us all hanging out. So we spent a bit of time with Richard on that day. Um, so, yeah, they we sort of stayed in touch over um, about a year, and then they reached out and said they wanted to do a beer. Um, so I sort of gave them some advice and said, hey, this is how you do it, you know, get in touch with a co-packer or a microbrewery and see how you go. And then I gave them a list of about 100 other things that you have to do to start a brewery. Um, and I have done this sort of stuff in the past. Uh, yeah, so half an hour after the phone call, they called back, asked if we could do it together. Um, and, yeah, that's sort of how the relationship started. Um, we didn't think it would be as well received as it has been in the marketplace from the customer that we're targeting. Um, as most of you probably heard, we sell out pretty much whenever we go on shelf and we're producing a lot of product. Um, so, yeah, I think we've hit something that is, you know, probably disrupting big beer um we're bringing it back to a smaller tiny well tiny company um so yeah hopefully it's a positive for everyone absolutely oh amazing yeah. and I, I mean it's only been in market for a couple of months really in the grand scheme yeah. of things that's why i was like oh my god what um not well, that it doesn't well, deserve a famous, it but... uh, famous beer journalist once said that if you have hype <laughs> 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 yes. um, yeah it generally it generally goes well so i think we've got We've definitely got the distribution with um, our partnership with Dan Murphy's BWS and um, a bunch of independent um, on-premise partners. Uh, so yeah, I think we I think we've uh, affirmed his theory. Mate, and it did launch as a package product, but you are getting out on tap as well. Yeah, we definitely are. Um, I think we're somewhere between seventy-five and hundred tap accounts at the moment. Um, so we just want to get right out there in the heartland of beer drinkers um, and, you know, maybe get them away from the duopoly for a little bit um, and hopefully bring them in. We've got some new products coming out um, in a couple of weeks. Uh, We've got two new products and then heading September, October next year, we have probably something a little bit more up your um, 
you know, a beer with some haze through it um, and maybe just... Well, no, that's not up my alley, as our regular listeners will know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Bring, bring a better beer, Pilsner, and then, then we'll talk. This sounds good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, do, do you think that we'll ever see a better beer brewery? You know, we'll, um, we'll... We don't think... Probably not. We don't... I mean, we'll definitely look at some smaller, um, you know maybe taproom type things around the country. We're pretty close to signing some deals there. Um, in terms of a brewery, just the volume that we're producing right now, um, we are launching in other geographies later in the year, or in the middle of the year. Um, look, to set up a brewery like that would just just be an expense that probably just probably isn't worth it. Um, we've got an amazing relationship with our um, brewery up at Casella Winery mm-hmm. um, and they've got capacity to burn up there so we're happy to help fill it. <laughs> well it, it sounds like you're doing a good job of that well you know congratulations on something that's not been out very long to uh, crack the top 10 of the biggest beer poll in in, in the country um, you know huge achievement well done. No. Thanks guys um, thanks for taking the call. Hey, mate, thank Congrats. you for being a listener as well and uh, you know yeah, not hating on I me don't... too much. <laughs> no, I'll refrain from that. But no, I'm listening to the, uh, this poll with you guys for the how long you've been doing it. So uh, happy to be on the um, on the podcast. Good on you, Nick. Thank Thanks you very much. Time. I hope you can uh, celebrate, uh, you know, in style this afternoon. Yes, I'm going to crack my first one now. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, mate. Talk to you soon. See you guys. Bye. See you. Uh, yeah. Look. Everything that we said, you know, good on them for for, for doing it, you know, and and you know, we, we've had um, some fairly big chats about them and you know, some of the things, and you know, Nick is a listener, as I said, and uh, you know, I'll be upfront with him about my thoughts about better beer on mic or off, but say it again, anything that brings attention to beer is good for beer, as, as we we're talking about with the um, you know, with the wine having a crack at uh, beer these days. Yep. We need to you know, broaden the, the, the appeal of beer. We need to broaden the appeal of beer and also, you know, speaking with him, like it came, better beer has come from the right place, right? It has come from people who, you know, maybe they didn't start in a garage, it started at a music festival, but it came from <laughs> a, we enjoy this, we want more of this, here's where we can see to make this happen, we want to do it. That's the same as the place that all of the other beers that have come that are on here have come from. So that's where it started from. Yeah. And it's great to hear that story because I'm not sure that that story kind of gets through some of their marketing sometimes. And so, well, you know, that's... Well, not to craft an, beer people, not, not to people who are, you know, yeah. having the hop-heavy hazies and, and mm-hmm. things like that. But yeah. again, I don't... I mean, I'd never heard of the Inspired Unemployed until about four or five months ago. Um, no. it's, it's just not on my radar. Somebody was selling, sending me stuff um, that they thought was very funny. And uh, that was the only reason that when Better Beer launched, I knew who they were. But it, I knew that it was people who were just not in any way engaged in craft beer were, were, were jumping on board. So, mm. um, you know, again, I, maybe we'll see more craft brewery, breweries uh, striking up partnerships with, um, you know, mainstream um, yeah, main, mainstream, uh, yeah, personalities and celebrities. I mean, we've seen a lot of it in the past, but I don't think ever to this level. Like, that's a full-on joint venture, 40-60 split. So that's a big deal. And they've got lots of vested interests. You know, influencers are standard, but to have that kind of deal is like a big one. Um, so, yeah, that it clearly bloody works, though. That's the main thing. So we can't really bash them for that. They did really well. Um, we should... Probably mention that number five is coming. Oh, number five. Yep. Uh, yep. Black Ops. Uh, goat. Greatest of all time. Well, that was their big play. That was the <laughs> yeah, one that well, they... Yeah, um, they did it. 
So, yeah, and uh, now we've got Lawrence Kane from Capital Brewing Company uh, on the line to talk all things capital. Lawrence? Oh, oh we're sorry. No, now. no, we don't. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, I've, I've got people stuffing uh, notes under me, frantically saying Lawrence, Lawrence, Lawrence. So I thought <laughs> he was on. Lawrence? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, but, he's but, standing by. I mean, um, GOAT is one of the, you know, we were just talking about what was in the top 10 last year that we haven't seen yet. And, you know, GOAT was obviously one of them. And mm-hmm. shout out to the Black Ops who are hosting watch parties at both of their venues um, on the Gold Coast and in Brisbane. I'm mm-hmm. sure they're enjoying... A nice number five. It's a nice place in the top ten to be. Absolutely, and consistency there as well. Where did they come? Well, I mean, in, if you're talking consistent well, consistency, yeah, they yeah, win a lot that. of awards for their beers, a lot of trophy level awards for for their beers. You know, they they, you know, they approach um, beer awards as a campaign. Um, you know, they 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 really. You know, um, seem to having seen the production dates on some of the beers that they have, they they, they very much do that, um, and that they handle you know, very very professional, and they really have built a community around their brand, and the businesses that do that really well um, do very well in 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 this popularity poll, and uh, one of the breweries that's done very well in this popularity poll is Capital. Lawrence, uh, welcome to uh, the Radio Brews News Hottest One Hundred Countdown. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hey, hey, Lawrence. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. How are you feeling? Is it good? Yeah, it's good, man. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> you, you sound a bit overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't make it to the brewery. I'm actually just got my hands on a rat test and I'm about to swab out my nose. Well, do that. We'll chat for 15 minutes and you can tell us how that went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! So, were you shocked, surprised, loving it? What was what's the verdict? Yeah. We were pumped. Yeah, it's good. Good result. <laughs> like we'd never gotten into the top ten before. We got number one new beer last year, and mm-hmm. it's just cool to see XBA. You know, people have been enjoying it all year, and it's gotten more popular, which is rad. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a new. Uh, Thanks. Uh, sorry, we're just having a refill here. Um, <laughs> now, did, in compared to other years, what would you say your sort of um, focus on marketing for the Hottest 100 was like? Oh, look, yeah, about the same, and about probably, same. Like, yeah, about the same. Probably just, we'll, we'll dial it back a bit. I think it's, yeah, it's it's a cool thing, but like we're also mindful that it takes up like space on social media or on people's platforms and you start to see google ad words that people are doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we were just talking about that <laughs> oh man at, at that point you kind of go wow this is going a bit too far like do you, you know, think so. that w- there will be you know, on one hand it, it's celebrated because it is creating awareness of the poll but do you think there can be that you know exhaustion that comes when you've got 563 breweries and the countless brands you know, all doing the same and there being a big overlap in the people who follow multiple breweries. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, look, there's a few schools of thought, I guess, in ways you can look at it. Um, one way of looking at it, I guess, is it gets more people exposed to independent craft beer, which is kind of cool. Um, and the other way of looking at it is it should just be people that are really, really, really into the breweries that are voting and you shouldn't have to be prompting them super hard, you know? So... Yeah, yeah, and they're definitely um, – we've seen, you know, more – you know, as Gab's pointed out, there's more breweries and a lot of the breweries, less of their beers have kind of meddled in – meddled, it's not the right – ranked in the top 100. Um, and so it definitely feels a little bit – we had that discussion earlier with Hawkers. You know, it definitely feels like um, people are getting behind 
their brewery, as it were, and then, you know, voting for the beers that way. Yeah, which is cool to see because it's like a big push to support local, which is super rad. So that's kind of what you want, really. Yeah, it'll be interesting when they release the um, top, the Indie Top 100, when Gab's put out, like post this, we'll get the, the Indie Top 100. It'll be really interesting to see what else pops in mm-hmm. at the bottom there yeah. into that Top 100. Yeah, uh, yeah, true. Yeah, because there'll be all of the um, all of the multinationals will get kicked out. Yeah, I mean, there's not as many as you think. Oh, they they keep adding up accidentally. I keep forgetting. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Yeah. But yeah, so we'll see. Um, any predictions then for the rest of the the top ten? Well, Stone and Wood dropped two places to number four. Just oh. been revealed. Um, so there we go. I actually, my, I would. I'm a little bit surprised that they didn't drop more. Um, mm. Yeah, in, in, in a way. But anyway, uh, Lawrence, sorry, yeah, <laughs> sorry to jump in there. The cruelty of the live show, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's good. Um, you know, they're still making good beer, even though they're foreign owned now. They're still cracking up good brews. Not just, not, not just not independent. You've uh, gone for the foreign owned um, tag. Oh well, there's no, there's no two ways about that. Foreign owned business now. They've still got a lot of great people working for them. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. always the piece, isn't it? It's always about, you know, the st- the boots on the ground staff are often the same people and, um, mm-hmm. you know, they're still producing yeah. good product. Exactly. Totally. Yeah, and it's um, lots of good employment in the country as well. So. Yep, true that. Um, have you had a look at the full list then, Lawrence? Have you had a gander yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been watching it all over. Oh, good. Yeah. Any, sh- any surprises? Anything you were like, yes, I'm so glad it's in? Yeah, I thought um, – I was stoked to see Heaps Normal in there. I thought they were going to, like, be in the top ten. I was, like, sure that they were going to be in the top ten because they've just blown up. Yeah. yeah. Not out. And it's cool to see – you know, they still did really, really well. And it's cool to see um, see a non-alc up there as well. And I'm really good mates with Andy as well. So, like, oh, I was kind of hoping that those guys would crush it, which was good to see. Um, but, yeah, surprising, like, how popular non-alc has become this year, mm-hmm. which is – which is cool. Yeah. Hey, mate, how big are you guys these days? Because you certainly seem to be one of the brands that has, you know, one of the breweries that's expanded. We've, we see a lot of talk about you expanding, you're getting an increasing footprint. Uh, can you share with us how big you guys are in terms of uh, production uh, each year? Um, yeah, we're like sort of between two and a half and three mil, um, three million litres. Um, so sort of, yeah, I don't quite know where we'll land like this financial year, but we're about there. So okay, I, I, that's funny. I actually assumed uh, just from the presence uh, that you've got, that you might have even been bigger than that. So um, you know, you, you're not small, but you're certainly uh, not one of the uh, you know eight, nine, ten million liter uh, production uh, volumes either. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Maybe one day we're just cruising along and like growing organically and. Um, just adding capacity as demand is kind of there to take it. So we'll, um, yeah, we'll just keep keep plugging away. And I guess it's more about having fun than like growing super fast. So, you know, it's it's kind of where we're at. Cool. Um, which, which is good. So we're pretty happy with that. And yeah, we'll see what happens into the future. Mate, if, if, if you can boil it down to one reason, what's the secret of your success in the poll this year? Uh, probably like... I reckon just the brewers have been pumping out like really consistent beer that's I think just over the years improved in quality and I think that like 
our consumers being able to trust the brand and that you're going to get a quality product is is probably a key element and just really strong like support from our customer base in Canberra and Sydney, I guess, is probably the, the key. Those two elements are probably it, really. And talk us through Canberra. Um, just sort of looking at, at the numbers, you know, for it, it's a – well, I was going to say a state, but it's, it's it's a territory and a very small one at that. Yet, you know, you've got uh, 10 beers in, you know, 10% of the um, beers in the poll so far um, and with a couple still to be announced. Um, what is the magic of Canberra? Um, I think it's just uh, probably like the vibe and the water. And <laughs> <laughs> there is something in the water down there. <laughs> so it, 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 it's not a highly engaged, uh, you know. It, or it, that was it's a not... very Dennis Denudo. Was yeah, it wasn't it? it? <laughs> the vibe. Well, the funny thing is, is um, Rich, Rich from Ben Spoke and I have been messaging each other all day, which we often do on Gab's day. Um, <laughs> And so, yeah, we, we're like actually we're, the two breweries, like Ben Spoke and Capital, actually really good friends. I um, mean, we, we get together a fair bit and have beers, and, which is cool because it's, you know, small town vibes down here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. You guys are pitching it really for, um, well. We were just saying we want to go to Tasmania. It sounds very much like it's a come visit, come visit um, the ACT. We're going to go wide tour, actually. Mind you, I don't want to. I'm, I'm going to have to sort of add uh, with, with my team here to sort of work out who's coming down to uh, to Tassie. <laughs> His favorites, but Bruce News will be going down to Tassie. <laughs> so, uh, Lawrence, congratulations on your results, uh, and yeah, ho- hopefully. Now, I've been saying since before COVID that we're going to get the uh, band um, down to. Um, ACT so we can do some live podcast down there so as, as soon as we can do that with any sort of certainty we're looking forward to doing that and uh, good luck with your <laughs> rapid antigen test yeah thank you yeah hopefully I um, come back positive and I can take the week off work <laughs> <laughs> but, that it's a very mild, <laughs> but that it's a very mild case <laughs> yeah <laughs> good on you mate oh, thanks Lauren thanks so much right. congrats yeah, bye, bye. Now, just a couple of uh, quick shout-outs. Um, just got an email from Ryan Hopkins from Yakima Chief Hops uh, you know, in, in, in the US. Um, God knows what time it is. Vivian, let me know what time it is in uh, Yakima West Coast. Um, at the moment. But he's uh, tuned in and listening to the Hottest 100 again this year uh, from Yakima. Now, 9.30. 9.30. Okay, so it's not ridiculous o'clock. Uh, and we've previously had uh, Ryan on um, for, for past uh, ones. We don't actually have a sponsor this year because we didn't know whether we were going to go ahead. But uh, Yakima Chief have been long-term uh, supporters of us, including listening to us live uh, across the uh, Pacific, oh, uh, which, which is very, very nice. Um, any more results out? So what do we think of Stone and Wood? Someone's oh. posted an interesting comment. Uh, so Luke Phillips says, so maybe independence does matter. For Stone and Wood to drop out of the top three is significant, given they have a stranglehold on the countdown for years. Um... Yeah, or that's, I guess that that's make, it makes sense. Yeah, they haven't dropped as much as Pirate Life. No, I think they have a different case. When I they suppose. did, um, it was a huge like it. I, I can't remember a bigger bombshell um, of a sale. Um, you know, it, it really was a big news day um, to to the extent that it was the number one story, or I think that certainly one of the top stories on the ABC. Um, mm-hmm. That day, so like it, it, it really did break out of the craft beer space and the indie beer space, um, which can be a little bit of an echo chamber mm-hmm. um, to a mainstream audience. Um, at the same time, um, they campaigned quite heavily this year um, a, a, as well. Yes. So, and they do have a big audience. You know, they're mm. the biggest. Um, they were the biggest independent brewery by you know daylight. 
Um, so yeah. if they marshal their forces, um, you know, they've, they've got a lot of people who can get behind. Yeah, interesting though. I, maybe we are reading too into it, but they really have been in the top three for the past, since 2016. So that is a big, I mean, maybe see next year. Maybe maybe it'll take a little while to flow through. Oh, I'm not sure. No, I would have thought. Um, you think it would have been this? It was only this two year. or three months after the, the voting opened. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think if they were going to suffer a big look, it but, but, but maybe it's also um, like I don't want to come back to my like one to five ranking thing. But if you previously voted Stone and Wood one, mm-hmm. and you now go, okay, I'm going to because of independence, I'm going to vote at five. Mm-hmm. But it's still got that many votes at number five because its audience is so large. It's, yeah, and, and it's, then it is popular. The number ones got distributed amongst lots of different breweries. Mm-hmm. It can still net out, you yeah. know, like it's it's um, because of the design of the competition. I know. I think not having one, two, and three, it's great to see whoever comes up next. Um, to to hit in that top three, it's going to be massive for mm-hmm. them. So and, and look. I, all I know is that uh, they were always going to be one of the breweries that we wanted to talk to, um, you know, today. Um, if, if they went up, went down, went down by a lot, Stone and Wood is an interesting story to, to look at in the context of a Hottest 100 countdown. Um, you know, I reached out um, uh, to, to Stone and Wood, the GM uh, – was off fishing today. Um, apparently what, what was unavailable and <laughs> for, you know, who can we speak to then – and so I, I don't know whether that was a sign. I, I can only guess. So we, we, we don't have a contact of um, who, who we can speak to today. Um, I don't know whether that was a sign that there was a little bit of worry that maybe they were going to fall uh, a, a little bit more. Or we're going to do really well and, you know, don't want to sort of make it a big oh, deal. They, no, they care about They absolutely care about it. Well, they, I just want to sort of separate out Stone and Wood, the brand, yep. big mm-hmm. corporate, and kudos to Boots on the Ground staff, at their facility who are making Pacific Ale, who've retained the quality mm-hmm. of the product, who are making oh, great yeah. beer. Oh, yeah. And the people, those of you that are listening today and that's your beer, that's your baby and you and you worked on it, good job. Like, kudos to you. Does, well, does, so, and yeah, we, we, we know, can talk like in I, the abstract here a little bit and, you know, there, know, there are we can people talk, behind them. But that's yeah. right. We can talk about it as, like, for a lot of these other beers, we've talked to the people, we've talked to them and there are still people who make that beer and so... Shout out to the you guys. Yeah, and but as we've said over and over again on the regular podcast, you can take nothing away from the importance of Pacific Ale. Yeah, it when it launched in two thousand and eight, uh, from memory, everybody that was at the height of the IBU wars, where every brewery launched with a pale ale rather than a. Um, uh, you, you know, a, a lighter beer. Um, Larry has just come in at number three, so up one. So Stonewood's wow. down two. So um, I was just going to say, I wonder how many Pacific ales there are now in the top 100 as a result of this history of the style that was created by Stone and Wood. Well, it was interesting that the Little Creatures Pacific yep. Ale um, made the top 100, the Pirate Life Pale Ale there was a made coast, the top 100. I don't know if it's the same thing. There was a uh, Coastal... Cooper's Pacific Ale. So the original Pacific Ale, as it's now known, and all of the major knockoffs um, seem to have seem to have made it in. So Pacific Ale is a, you know, a, is, is a... Important style, but and yeah, you can take nothing away from Stone and Wood for create for for the founders for creating a beer that um, really 
reset um, a lot of the Australian beer industry. I've been I've been watching a lot of social media discussion, not about hottest 100, but in 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 the US, um, where they don't have the same punitive laws on alcohol. Um, the IPA has been a much bigger the, the higher traditional IPA yeah. has been a much bigger um, category there because there, there isn't a price punishment for it um, and a lot of the influential beer writers have been talking about you know beers at the four and a half um, you know IB, uh, ABV is a something that they would like to see more of that was something that when everybody was going big in Australia, mm. Stone and Wood came out with a beer that went down. Um, you know, it was 4.4, um, which has increasingly become a standard. I was for just going to say, I mean, isn't that interesting that they created something that was lower than the market and then that became the market and the market is now <laughs> pitching lower again? Yep. yep. Right? Like yep. based on some of these results. Mm-hmm. So we've got, a, you know, the people that are voting in this poll anyway um, and – Apropos to the conversations we've had many a time, that um, you know the, the market is moving to lower, low, lower strength beers. Mm-hmm. Although I was a little bit gutted, and this is just a personal preference, but I do love. <laughs> you uh, like personal preference. I do. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I do like their East Coast, and that has not done as well as anyone ever expected it to when it launched. And I was really sad about that. The Stone Wood, yeah, the Stone Wood East, East Point. Uh, oh, East Point, sorry, Green East Coast Point. East Point. Greece, yeah, yeah Green I Coast always East, mix yeah, them yeah. two up. Um, yeah, so I was really disappointed in that. So not every. Uh, lower alcohol seems to be doing as well. Um, there seem to be a few that have really hit the spot for consumers, so that was amazing. But I was really good about that one. That's well, one we're in the top three, and there's starting to be a whole host of um, predictions rolling in. Mm. Aren't there with Larry coming in at number three? We've got a Bolter and a Crank. Oh, well, Bolter we haven't seen Bolter XBA, right? so you know it, it, it's still up there. Have, have we? Have we seen Bolter XBA? No, no. no, no so we haven't yet. seen Bolter XBA. Crankshaft, Crankshaft is, is still to yep, come. I'll be um, surprised if that drops. So. And, uh, well, James Davidson said Larry was going to be number one. Um, clearly wrong. So what are we going to see at number, you know? We haven't seen – somebody posted earlier, but we haven't seen any feral. We haven't seen – Yeah. They well, I, I want to see what the two – oh, we have there, – there's one feral. Which feral – just looking at us. Oh, Biggie Juice. Oh, okay. So, so, yeah. so the, oh, yeah. the coolest of their brands. Okay. Um, which, Sorry. you know, again, it amazes me. It just shows how clueless – Coca-Cola have been with that brand. Um, I, I think it is the people in the feral business that have given, you know, who have sustained it. Um, you know, the, 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 there's some really good people in the feral thing. But the whole point of being bought by a major company is to give the reach. And you see with Pirate Life and you see, mm. you know, you, you see with the billboards that all of the CUB brands have had. And Coca-Cola has just done nothing with it from a corporate entity, and even when they're trying to get out of it, um, you'd, you'd think that they would push. If they're trying to sell it, they would push the campaign, yeah. um, which opened and to closed make it more after they announced to make it a more valuable. <laughs> but they sold no. off the tap room, the original home. Oh my god! Um, but announced that they were selling it before they announced they were selling the brand. They've done nothing. You know, they've just not given it any attention that I can see through this. No. Um, and you go well. Well, and it was actually doing better. If before. anyone wants to buy yeah. a cheap, yeah. yeah, if anyone wants to buy a cheap brewery, well, Coca Cola are doing a really good job of making it a, a value as proposition. As Remind yeah. me what what is the one that we were just talking about recently about that where that happened in the US? They sold it to someone and then it did really terribly, and then they bought it back oh, yeah. much yeah. cheaper, and now it's going gangbusters again. Yeah, it's going okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So that's pretty, you know. So, uh, yeah. Um, How are we looking? How are we looking? So I've oh, got no idea I'm what the time is. So I know, this is tense. I'm getting <laughs> a bit tense too. I was just thinking maybe it's time for another beer. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> That's my girl. Just seeing uh, Canberra, um, Big Year 27, uh, they said. Yeah, yeah so. Um, that went down a little bit. But so Bolter. Yeah, okay. We deliver Bolter. So Meaty um, in the chat room. We deliver Bolter and it's quadrupled in quantity in our area. So I'm not sure whether that's uh, Mark Mead, um, but. Uh, in the chat room, so it's yeah. If you're not in the chat room, you should be in there because there's a great, uh, you know, it, it's where all the cool beer geeks, geeks hang out. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that and the uh, Radio Brews News uh, Facebook group, uh, which if you just sort of search Radio Brews News on Facebook, it is the best beer chat, um, the most sensible. And when anyone does gif or um, yeah. they're good gifts. Yeah, they're not just. <laughs> <shy>. <laughs> <laughs> um, where are we? So we're coming up a couple of minutes away. Um, let me look at our stats. Uh, Vivian's been keeping us up to date. Uh, Shout out to the Bruce News stats team. The, the oh, Bruce yeah. to Vivian. <laughs> Love it. Uh, our, uh, yeah, our, our well, journalist, our journalist, extra- our journalist ex- um, yeah. extraordinaire. I'm just chatting today, though. I'm not say junior journalist. Um, so Queensland, <laughs> 29 to date. Uh, Victoria coming second with 22. New South Wales hot on its heels with 20. South Australia, WA, uh, eight each. Um, ACT, 10. Northern Territory and Tasmania, goose egg. Um, sorry. Well, I could say zero, but. Doesn't make it any better. So, um, now how are we going? Do Queensland have the highest – this is a question for Claire and she might not have the data to hand, but um, do Queensland have the highest per capita per brewery? Let me tell you. Per capita per brewery? I don't know. We don't have the most breweries, but – Yeah, but – Yeah, it's about – hang on, I've got it in my report. Yeah, so I know Claire's (laughs) just been working on this precise question and I was just thinking, well, it – if it's per capita per brewery, that would give more people to vote per individual brewery, um, and that might explain one why one brewery there's per fifty-five thousand two hundred sixty-six people. That's physical brewery based on the brewery database. Mm. Okay, brewery news. we probably should give have that for other states, but we don't yet. Yeah, we, we do. Will. Oh, do we? Yeah, okay. do. yeah. Who do you want? Uh, well, the Queensland, uh, one, one to 55,000 for Queensland. What's New South Wales? Uh, oh, sorry, I'll go from the top. Uh, one brewery for 42,433 people in Victoria. Yeah, so they were next. Okay. Uh, one brewery per 65,384 people in New South Wales. So if you so want to open bigger. a brewery, you've got a bigger market. Like you, you've got a bigger, bigger market in New South Wales. Yeah. Yeah. So there's it. still room in the market in New South Wales, notwithstanding the number of breweries. How about Tassie? Tassie. We have got one brewery per 21,680 mm. people. Wow. There you go. Okay. Um, right, Western Australia. just a fascinating didn't, little... Didn't expect me to have all these on hand, did you? Don't ask for a pay rise. Just more beer. <laughs> uh, one brewery per 32,963 people. Okay. So, so Tassie's got the... You know, smallest. 550,000 odd, I'm sure will be corrected in the... No, but uh, breweries per capita, like that's the, if we're, yeah. And is this physical breweries, Claire? This is physical, physical breweries, breweries yeah, yeah, based on the Brews News Brewery database yeah. um, rather than other metrics. And how's ACT? Brands. Sorry. ACT is one brewery per 72,000 people. 
So that's the largest market. Mm, that in itself is interesting. I guess given small amount of breweries, but quite a lot of people in a small area. So yeah, I guess that makes and, sense. And um, doing well. Yeah. ACT well. is showing up in the, you know. Yeah, that's So what was ACT? So I missed it. Uh, ACT was one brewery per 72,000 people. Wow. Mm. That's interesting. Oh, one. look at me. Look. There we go. Yeah. I, I thought of it. You had the stats. <laughs> you think it's interesting? Look at us finally figuring out. What a machine. We <laughs> finally know something that I, he didn't I, I, know. I'm wondering if uh, Ben Spoke and <laughs> Capital uh, want me to say, so if you want to open a brewery, well, this untapped, is the, mate. But they're doing very well and potentially – Drum roll, you know, yeah. um, we've still got a couple to go. So, yeah. Which uh, should almost, looking at the clock on the wall, should be landing any Where second, I think. Uh, Bolter, okay, so Bolter, so Bolter there you go, Crankshaft yep. um, yep. nice keeps one. its number two. Um, so that's nice. You like that? Well done, Bolter. So oh, Bolter's oh, gone up one. So Yeah, well, um, with stone and wood dropping out, there's room for everybody to go up. Yeah, I like okay, that. Okay, so just in answer to your question from Mike, um, there is a sliding scale on votes, but we don't reveal the detail on waiting. Right, okay. Oh. Okay, fair play. Um, and I, I believe uh, – no, I, I should um, – I'm not no, – he's just sent me a text because I sent him a text and I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure whether this is – Hashtag in confidence, yeah. Would, I would go hashtag in confidence until okay. it's not hashtag. Well, I just got part of it, yeah. Oh. But that makes sense. I mean, like, they, it's their it's their poll and it's not to reveal it, but I do mm. think the one to five means that there's a bigger opportunity in terms of the way things are come through. Um, Canberra. Everybody's on, everybody's on tender hooks now. I know, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit too tense for this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but now, so that yeah. just puts Queensland up to 30 with the Bolter win. Yep. Very interesting um, text. Uh, I won't say who it is, um, but very, very interesting insight. Uh, well, we've seen Bolter um, come in at number two. Um, now get ready to talk about hops um, and if Crankshaft does okay, which apparently it does. Um <laughs> The best recipe creators in the country, Watkins, Rogers, and Hargrave. So oh. you know, um, I mean, I mean, well, it, they're not wrong. Larry gets in the way of that a little bit, but in terms so of they're not the, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are not the best recipe oh, creators oh, in the country. Yeah. Just we get out of the way. But in terms of those three, no, <laughs> I wasn't editorialising there, but I was just to say that no, that was the text what, you received, wasn't yeah, it? Well, yeah, Watkins, were, Rogers, and Hargrave. Yes, yeah, and you know, undoubtedly. In fact, we did a brewery pro conversation yeah. with um, Richard Watkins uh, from Bentspoke to talk about recipe development because he's undoubtedly one of the best. Uh, yeah. And Scott Hargraves, again, another, you know, hop-driven, you know, he's just a hop um, aficionado. Um, and um, which order did I do them in? So Richard, um, Brad and Scotty Hargraves, just three of the best, you know, concept conceivers of, uh, of beer. Um, yeah. You know, Pacific Hour created by Brad Rogers. Um, uh, XPA, not a style that Bolter created. Um, it was a style that sort of was there or thereabouts. But, you know, it has become the standard for a style in, in, in Australia, largely off the back of Bolter launching on it. Um, <laughs> but it's hard to – I mean, you know, you can say what you want about um, um, popularity contests and the like, but to retain these positions at the top, it's hard Sorry, work. It's hard work to mm-hmm. – like, you know, you have to be producing good beer. Yeah, consistently, all the time, marketing well. Yeah. There are lots of boxes to be ticked to get 
anywhere near there. Um, can I just say there's a lot of Queensland abuse here. Queen- Andrew Samartino in the Facebook group says Queenslanders really seem to take this thing a lot more seriously than mainland Australians. Or do mainland? They just- <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> We're a little island all to ourselves. Uh, or do they just get more votes than the rest of us? <laughs> It must be it. big. Oh, I mean, I can only presume it's because they listen to more Bruce News. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> no, well, we, we've got a national that. audience, and Queensland um, isn't actually our biggest no, audience. No, it's not. When you look at it, yeah. Um, well, because it's not the biggest state. Um, yeah. I, I actually think your point earlier about Queensland was very late to mm. the craft beer um, world, um, and I, I've made a career out of. That fact, I was very lucky that, you know, Sydney and New South Wales and as somebody that grew up in Brisbane and seeing what was happening with the mountain goats and, you know, some of the New South Wales uh, early breweries Mm. couldn't work out why Queensland didn't have craft breweries. And so I started doing beer tastings in the early 2000s, just going, well, we need to get Bridge Road up here. We need to get these things, and the, the tastings were a way to do that. Um, and you know, it, it worked for me. But then, as soon as craft beer venues started to open, it, I, I think in a lot of ways the Queensland hotel laws put a um, you know dampener on craft beer in Queensland because the craft yep. brewers who were trying to get beer out there couldn't get on tap because you had the tide taps, you had the pokies, mm-hmm. you had you know venues just not wanting to support them, and, and it was I- the change to the small bar laws, you know, with places like the Scratch, um, that they just exploded when they opened, um, and that showed the pent up demand for it that has just been embraced. I think it has, but I do think, you know, there is a challenge. I I mean, I've noticed it certainly coming to Queensland from New Zealand that you go into a bar and there is just not the variety of styles on tap. Oh, no. I get that all the time. It's really still – so we we might be sort of embracing craft, um, but even if you look at the craft that are doing well – you know, we're just not getting – we still don't get that variety of craft beers on tap anywhere. Um, and I think that's a climate question. I, I genuinely think it's a climate thing. In New Zealand, um, you know, certainly in my experience, you've got a lot more um, – you know, you'd get some reds, you'd get mm-hmm. – you might get a dark beer on, like yeah. pretty standard. And here in Queensland in particular mm-hmm. – it's a lot yes. of your... Um, I was going to say, because lot, there's lots of different climates in Australia, which means that there yeah. are lots of breweries, you know, like in the high country in Victoria Absolutely. that are doing much more similar beers to what I assume they were doing in exactly. New Zealand. But just not quite the same here. Yeah. yeah. Quite the same here in Queensland. And perhaps the styles that Queensland brewers do and do well are the, the ones that are just generally a bit more mainstream and popular as yeah. in style-wise. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe that's more of an explanation why. Um, we're just... Yeah, guessing. Guessing. <laughs> we have no idea. <laughs> Sorry, I feel a little bit embarrassed now. Beer Master Dave, uh, in the, a shout-out to Matt, the foresight to back craft beer in Queensland, took serious um, courage, um, I'll, I'll, I'll say. Um, so a slight edit, Made that PG-13 there, so slight you? editing there. Look, nice of you to say that, but again, like there was no – it, it was something that I was interested in and I had the luxury of doing it. Um, then and it was the, the start of social media and the start of blogging and I was a journalist and things like that and you know so look it was just following the lead of other people um, as opposed to any great insight um, or anything um, for me I was just very very lucky um, I, I think but thank you for that um, Clint Donahue, Scott Hargraves is an amazing brewer uh, so good um, 
And B. Mouse Davis replied, I wish I did it. Um, <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, stick with your day job. There's much more money in that. Um, <laughs> and a lot less emotional trauma. <laughs> yeah. No, you keep selling and breaking my heart. <laughs> um, right. when it, what are, how many minutes are we away from officially calling Two. it? Uh, oh, my no. gosh. Well, I'm Two just minutes. reading the, um, the official Gab's um, Facebook post hmm. for Bolter and it just says, in the closest finish at the top of the podium. Oh. It is, so, yes. No, well, that, that was the comment that Mike um, well, so this sent is, me, um, and I was going to say um, Facebook. So you know that really shows that maybe you know the crowd calling it for Bent Spoke is. I think it, or it's a it, well, it's close. Um, it, you know, it, it's a close result, um, which is again very. It's not only is it. I, I think um, you know for a while it was daylight between one and then and the next couple, mm-hmm. um, but to hear it's the closest one yeah. to finish um, is, is very exciting. I like that a lot. So, oh, uh, this is too much. Don't don't let the dead air. I'm trying to see. <laughs> Sorry. Can, um, <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, we're all a little. I mean, Claire and I are definitely starting to we're get tense. a little tense. We are a bit tense. Which seems Why? ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know. I'm really just. Oh, buying into what it. if we don't know who it is? What we if this is the could be what if this is the Stephen thing. Bradbury of um, Gab's hottest 100 outcomes? And there was a huge swing, a protest against. Uh, you don't know. <laughs> I, no, I don't know. But I know. I, so it, it could be. Just, you just got to. We were born with rational faculties. Oh. So. <laughs> I'm not going to use that language on air. Yeah, but, I, 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 I think we all know what I was going to say in return to that. As Beer Master Dave says, no way Ben Spoke drops 100 plus places. No, fat. Yeah. So. That's, that's what we think. Um, <laughs> I just. Uh, you, you just keep your this back is like a le- regular podcast. No, this is because ele- nice, we're live here. We can't edit this. This is election night. This is like <laughs> a calling an election. You can't, you know, can't count your chickens before they yeah, hatch, that's it. hatch oh, roost, what, whatever the that be phrase a, is. That would be a coup, though, for whoever who managed that. That would be very impressive. Um, so right, what is the biggest... What is the biggest mover? I haven't actually. Biggest mover is it sixty four? We there was um what, Coopers? Coopers was up sixty four. That was a good pirate one. life yeah. up sixty three. Yep, sixty three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred and eighteen. Bright, bright brewing Alpine Lager. Wow, oh, isn't that good? On good. Bright. Well done. Oh, and then actually that right under actually yeah. So and then actually Black Lager. Flag Rage came in at thirty four. It was up 87. 143 for uh, Cooper Sparkling. 118 so far is the biggest though, isn't it? You just said 143 for Cooper Sparkling. Sparkling. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, that's two massive that. moves for Cooper. That's huge. Well, again, Cooper's doing well. They've put a lot of weight behind it. You know, they've they've spun their cap around backwards and want to be doing what the cool kids number are. One. Number um, one. Number one's out. Are we surprised? Tell me. Shush. <laughs> I Yay, think we can now well count done, our ben chickens. Spoke. Congratulations, Ben Spoke. Good on him. We like that little bit of, you know, bit of tension before there, though. Well, I'm proud of them. They're doing good. Well, um, it's a new top three. Yes, a which I really yeah. like as well. Because sometimes, you know, that was one of the criticisms, I think, of the Hottest 100s previously, that there's not a lot of movement or hasn't historically been maybe around the top spots or they change very rarely. Um, but this is a year that they change and that's really cool and I love it. So, well done, guys. What's that? 
two uh, Queensland, one. Well, that's essentially Larry made it into the top three yeah. and Sonia Wood dropped out. Sorry, my, Mike, who's listening, it's always yeah. it, it, it's always nice to hear the people that are listening yeah, live that's to cool. us. Uh, biggest move, 310. Ooh. Other side, Brew at 78, apparently. Oh, wow. oh, oh we didn't go that We didn't, I get did, that oh, we didn't, we didn't we got, scroll, we were, scroll far <laughs> enough. <laughs> oh, wow. That is pretty good. That's awesome for other side. Um, yeah, great for them really uh, to be good. the biggest mover because are they still c- – have they closed their equity crowdfund? Uh, I believe that they did. I couldn't tell you how. Um, but I also don't think that they've um, – It's great to see some of these smaller the breweries really jump up and jump in, you yep. know, and, and like that Alpine Lager was great to see a lager jump that, yep. that far in. Agreed. Yeah, I, I, it's an interesting one because Bright, certainly from our – perspective as being a media outlet that gets sent you know you you see who works very very hard on communications and you know getting their message out there and bright is one that is very very proactive you know we, mm-hmm. we get a lot of you know media releases and not necessarily just about new beers but about their their, their activities and going on and i wonder if that translates um mm-hmm. you know if, if that's going across all of their comms, then that's one of the things that, that, that you're going to see. Um, and there, there are other breweries that we almost never hear of. Mm. Also on the Bright um, situation, when I was speaking to uh, Scott from Bright, I think, um, he was saying that during COVID, they really made a push into major mot- metropolitan areas that they'd never done before. So they really spread out and they pushed their beer out. They had a really rough time. They had fi- wild- the wildfires, then they had COVID, so no tourists. You know, the same as everyone, um, but just in a slightly different way. And how they reacted to that was pivoting, expanding, doing more distribution than they ever had done before. Um, and I think that really bolstered uh, their move up as well. So I'm sure we've seen the, there's other examples of that in the list, but that one definitely jumped out to me as well. Mm. And and Heaps Normal is still, oh no, I was going to say it's the highest debut, but of course it's not because it's um, better beer. Oh yeah, of course it is. Yeah. That's crazy. But some really like pretty strong debuts mm-hmm. into the hottest 100 yep definitely yeah because usually they do or a lot of them have done previously start low yeah they like creep is, up you yeah, know yeah, or they might up, be yeah. like that 380 exactly, you know they might be yeah, well out from and then low. jump but yeah. um you know a couple of like first times so that's yeah, that's it oh cool that's a good one. I know. Well, we're all just doing what you're doing, which I imagine people at home oh, are doing. Yes. It's like we're scrolling through. Scrolling we're yeah. trying to remember where it They're going to jump out at me. Well, and where did it – you know, like it seems to move, although this is um, like the real mm. – you know, the hottest 100, now we've been looking at it all day, but it sort of seems to move really quickly. Oh, yeah. And you it don't get really time fast. to really think to, about like, all of the – analyse it. Yeah. And things jump out at you as you go, but – you don't have t- time to sit back and think, oh, what about this? Um, what else have we got? Beer Farm, Royal Haze. That was an interesting one for me, bearing in mind that they're also going to set up in New South Wales or are or have set up in New South Wales mm. very recently. So another one sort of expanding outside of their um, origin story, which is really cool. Um, Sorry, just uh, going to get our next guest Ready? So you guys just talk amongst yourselves. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you so just fill, much. Just fill, fill for me for a second while I send a message to our uh, producer. <laughs> so um, uh, our, our um, stats person has just dropped out, but it would be really interesting. I wonder if any of the mm. people, I'm just going to check the chat, have already done it, but it'd be really cool to see how many of each style of beer 
Oh, yes. Like, are there, you know, 20 Trust me, there are going to be people that are crunching those numbers as we speak. If it's not Daniel Ridd or Klimt, there'll be somebody there who is crunching all of those numbers. Um. Obviously, another thing that I always think about is... One of the things on. I want to know is when you've got better beer... Um, <laughs> Don't no, worry, Claire. No, you no, keep no. your thought That's to yourself. No. I, will. I usually do. <laughs> okay, sorry. Sorry, go on, Matt, Matt. Go on. We're See, too excited. Yet. This is what happens. Yeah, just for anyone listening, Joe just has a standing... Whenever I talk over the, 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 the guest, she just has a standing thing to sort of make it look like I'm not. <laughs> so I can't, can't, I can't do that live. I can't do that live. Um, <laughs> Yes, somebody oh, described me as brilliant. Uh, exhausting uh, this oh, week when seven just thoughts are all trying to come out the same hole at the same time. You know I do um, the same thing, so I can't really <laughs> throw yes. stones. Yes, uh, you, you should hear Sabrina and I uh, trying to have a, a beer together and talk about things. Um, uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say with better beer, looking at this list, and you've got ginger beer there, you've got non-independent beer there, you've got better beer, um, and you've got low-carb beers that are playing in there. How much longer till it's no longer just craft beers? At the moment, it's the hottest 100 craft beer poll. At what point, you know, is better beer mainstream? At what point is it uh, there? But we can answer that a little bit uh, later. Um, right now, we've got Scotty Hargraves. Scotty, welcome back uh, to the Hottest 100 Countdown, and congratulations. <laughs> Hello, mate. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Where are you celebrating this? Because you've closed your tap room for a big refurbishment I was reading in the news this week. Yeah, that's – we're actually – we're still open tomorrow. Uh, don't know if you can hear a bit in the background. It's sort of pumping up a bit now. But um, we've got one uh, one good roll of the dice tomorrow, and then, yeah, we'll be closed for about six weeks. So I'm just I'm just out in the new bit that the, uh, all the punters can't see yet because it's not finished. <laughs> Oh, maybe we can do a uh, a podcast from there for for, for the opening. Um, you know. Oh, mate, you, yeah, that's that's a great idea. <laughs> Always getting invited to the good stuff, aren't you, Matt? I can take Always. the team assist down the, down the freeway, but Scotty, <laughs> you, you must be pretty stoked. Um, you know, we, we yeah, talked last mate. year about the that you didn't fall, but you've gone back up um, to to number two. I know. Just before um, <laughs> just before you guys asked me on, I was. Uh, a little bit bamboozled. I was just telling, um, saying to some of our taproom staff in here, I was going, this, it doesn't work like this. You don't sort of come down off the mountain and then sort of pop back up a step or two. So it's <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah, you do. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, it's fantastic. I mean, it's, um, it's just a testament to our entire team here and, you know, the amazing Bolter family really is the best way to put it. You know, we've, We've always worked really hard to make the best beer we can, and every year we've sort of grown, you know, the family, and there's more and more of us now um, who are Balta, and um, it's just, you know, it's just a real testament to um, everybody in this business, top to bottom, um, you know, to, to get a result like this. You know, I'd, I'll be quite honest, I was sort of a little bit blasé because I just thought, you know, we've had our time in the sun, and and I think it's fair to say that, you know, I'm not. Well, I like to think I'm not a greedy person, so I thought <laughs> you know, we'd, we'd sort of we'd had our time in the in the limelight, you know, and um, and fair enough, you know that you know um, credit where credit's due. I thought it was time for you know that a changing of the guard that sort of happened over the last couple of years, but just to pop back up to two, um, you know, without you know, it wasn't like Stills was on the TV or anything. <laughs> 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 That's amazing, and and again, it just comes down to a test, uh, a testament to the to our um, to 
to our entire team, top to bottom. You know, we we make the best beer we can. We are the best business we you know we we can be. We strive every day. We we hold ourselves to really high standards. And I guess um one way or another, this is this is part of that. I think um I think you know over over the years, I think some people have thought that if you win this thing or do really well in it, that success will follow. But I think the way I've got to look at it for us, we've we've always done well in this competition because we were doing the good stuff in the first place. Mm. I think it was more a reward rather than the the catalyst of the you know success. I think you get the success and then you know these you get you know and hopefully very very like third party you know people decide that no you're you and your business are worthy of all this and the beers you make and I couldn't be prouder of our team. It's, it's yeah I'm. <laughs> Sorry about the ramble, but I'm actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. oh, no, but, and, 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 you know, I, I don't think I'm wrong in saying that whilst Bolter has always, you know, said vote for us, you've never done the vote for this beer or vote for us one, two, and three. The communications coming out of Bolter have always seemed to be vote for your favourite beer on the Hottest 100 if it's one of ours, that's fantastic. Which is, a, again, yeah. there's a very classy, there's a lot of the vibe of how you guys operate generally in the way that you do the Hottest 100 campaign. Um, so there must be more to it than just your reach or, you know, any, any any of the hype and marketing that people sometimes point to. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. And that's just because I think we, you know, we we all show up here every day, whether you're, um, you know, whether you're up in the offices on, we've only got three floors. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty big for us. Or, um, you know, or you've, you've started, you know, you know, you start at the very bottom and, you know, let's face it, when it was Ant and myself and Azza and, you know, we, we, we're the guys, I guess, on the, on the third floor, but we're also the guys who, like, you know, we're in the very, you know, in the bottom of the trenches as well when we were building this thing. So that, you know, that from a cultural point of view, I think that we've made a, a pretty, pretty strong business that people who come into Boulder can believe in, you know, and it just makes it that bit easier. I think, you know, it works work and everybody's got to do something, but if it, it can be something that you can be proud of and, and feel like you're a part of something moving forward, then great things can happen. And I think, in, in a, you know, we you know that we all know. Lots of people know the story of how it's played up a bit too. That you know, I was pretty reticent to get involved or, or reluctant to, to, you know, at the very beginnings of what became Boulder. But it wasn't that at all. I just wanted to make sure that we were all doing it for the right reasons. And, and you know, and here we are for a few of us, nearly seven years later, and it seems like we are. You know, like this this is a validation in a lot of ways people out there believe in us, you know, and, you know, I don't think there's really an elephant in the room anymore for us. Yes, we sold the business at the end of 2019, but we were able to share the benefits of what we already did with a whole bunch more people than would potentially normally happen, you know, and, and we've just gotten on with delivering on our promise to everybody, which was we are Bolter. We're always being Bolter. That's what we intend to be, and we're just going to get on doing our thing and being who we are and you can believe in us. Like judge us by judge us by the views. Don't judge us by what you read or you see on the internet or any of that other shit or you know, like, like <laughs> you you'll, but did, you'll did, be able to 
can you take a little bit of validation from that? Because you know, when when you did start, and one one of the things that you were alluding to before is that you can, you know, you, your wariness um, when there is a brand started by four, you know, very well known identities that it's yep. it's going to be a lazy, you know, trade on them rather than on the beer and. Bolter certainly didn't do yeah. that, um, thanks to you. And then, no. you know, there, there was also when it was independent, you know, you don't have that anymore. You know, is, is it a validation of the beer and the business that you don't have those things anymore and you're still there and, you know, at, at the top of the pole? Um, I would, mate, I think it must be. You know, like we've, we never, you know, I'd, I'd done a lot of work with the, you know, the independent brewers and stuff, and that had always been sort of where I'd come from. But one thing that we ever, we never did a bolt was hitch ourselves to anybody's wagon except our own, you know. And you know, that's not just, um, you know, that's not just easy to say now. In you know, two years after the sale, it was a simple fact of how we started this business, how we built it, and we operated it. It's good beer is for everyone. It's something we believe in every day. And I don't give a shit who makes the beer. If it's good beer, it's good beer. And that's, that's, we've operated like that from, from day one, you know, and I think that the fact that people align themselves to our ideals, we, we make, and you know this, we've never changed our story. We, we didn't suddenly go, oh, yeah, it's okay to sell and it's okay to do this now because our circumstances have changed. We never did that, you know. We, we all we ever did was say was um, we're going to make the very best, best beer we can, good beers for everybody, and our own little mantra internally, which is you know, beer got us here, and you know we've got a an, an amazing workforce, um, you know, an, an amazing family that grows almost by the week here to help us get through all the work we have to do. But you know, it's it's we built something that wasn't there before, and it's you know it's. It's something that I'm really, really proud of, and I'm I'm hoping everybody else um, in the company is too. Like, because um, yeah, well, I'm still a bit shell shocked. Well, Scotty, I think um, it's Sabrina here. It, it was um, we've we've had this conversation a couple of times today, but we've definitely seen sort of more breweries overall represented, and we've seen people get back to local. Um, and and you touched on it. You know, the first thing you said was, "I'm so proud of my team." And so you're making great beer, but you've got good people. And then, yeah, so it is. It, so it is this sort of you know this this validation of being a good business a big a good brewing company so making good beer is an important part of it but you've got to build that kind of um relationship between the consumer and i don't want to say brand but brewing business um but one of the things that um you know stood out to me when i look at the list is that bolter um branding that you guys have done still stands out in a craft beer fridge oh yeah Today, Talking. it's still like the can design mm-hmm. and the line. It still stands out, and when you're standing there in a really crowded market and you don't know what to choose, mm-hmm. you, you still you, you still see it, and yeah. you go, "Oh yeah, okay, it's overwhelming. I don't yep. know what to do. I can grab that, that one. Looks manageable. Yeah. So it is this sort of it is this sort of testament. Hats off to Stills, our you know our um, our our brand director and all his team, and you know we. You know, we Stills and I do all the sort of copy on the back of the cans with help of um, a guy called Timmy Hawk and our sort of um, he's our copywriter and he sort of sanitizes all the dumb shit that probably comes out <laughs> of my head. And Stills, you know, Stills is more astute at how to talk to people generally. Yeah, because I'm just a brewer. But 
we we managed to get my point across. We managed to get Stirl's point across, and and it's always resolutely bolter. And I think the one, you know, one thing that that uh, you know that is amazing with um, from, from Stirl's and the branding side of it is, is you know is, is the fact that we the communication to our audience is very very clear and it's very very honest and it's real, and that's just all of us. Yeah. As people, you know, um, you know, I, I, I can't, you know, I can't sort of talk any further without talking about, um, you know, Ant McDonald, our CEO, who's, you know, an amazing, just, this guy has, we've watched him be the general manager and, you know, guy <laughs> spills tomato sauce down his shirt all the time, but <laughs> he is like, he, I, I swear to God, he's probably the most astute businessman I think I've ever met and like he's he's been our... Our, the captain of the boat and our guiding light in a long way, just steering us out of trouble and, and keeping this whole thing <laughs> safe forever. You know, we've got, as the waters, our, um, um, you know, he's going through, um, he's, he's got a mate who's um, in a bit of trouble at the moment, so he's going through a bit of a tough time and I'm feeling really boring, but, but he, he built the building. He built our... Um, you know, uh, I love this. He, is he build our HQ. <laughs> it's, it's like, there's so many designs. This, and, and, yeah, Scotty, and it's starting to thing. it's starting to sound a bit like an Oscars speech. Where <laughs> I you, love it. You know, where you yeah, don't yeah, want to yeah, like you've named like five just, people. And he only came second. You've named <laughs> five people, and you don't want to miss anyone because you want them all to know that they were part of the win. You know, yeah. like it's, yeah, well, it's a big are, team. And it's really, really important. No, no, I don't mean that. I just mean Pete Woods. Pete was our head of, head of <laughs> like without his incredible... <laughs> I'm going to get some angry uh, texts very soon from Richard Watkins who's, who wants to actually sit, talk about winning this thing. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs> so, so Scotty, uh, no, I just want to say congrats to Rich and, and their team. Like an amazing effort yet again. Um, congrats to the, you know, to the, um, to the guys. Um, um, your mates, like, fantastic, mate. And yeah. the podium. And as ever... Stone and Wood, I was actually um, um, very, very humbled to be invited to um, a bit of a farewell for Brad Ross and Jamie a few weeks ago. Um, it was amazing. And when you look at the impact and yeah. the imprint that those guys have left on Australian craft here, well, I've got nothing but, you know, high fives for all of those guys too. Well, we had a text in earlier, you know, uh, no disrespect to your mates, guys, but, you know, somebody said that, you know, between uh, yourself, uh, Brad and Rich, you know, three of the best recipe creators in the country, uh, you know, are sitting in the top four. And uh, congratulations to, uh, mm-hmm. to to the three of you. You there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. You, congratulations. You, yeah. You're great. Congratulations. Yeah. And, 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 and thanks for giving up a bit of the afternoon. Please pass on our congratulations to Stills and and the rest of the team as well. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much for your support of uh, great beer as always. And um, yeah, yeah. Hope to catch you down here for beer soon. Hey. Will do. All right. Bye. Good on you, Scotty. All right. See you, everybody. Catch up. And uh, that was. My phone just ringing with uh, Richard Watkins wondering why we weren't calling him yet. <laughs> so uh, we will get Richard Watkins on to talk about actually winning the thing and see what how long his acceptance speech is. But very very thrilled for uh, you know the, the the team at Bolter. Um, now uh, yeah, so uh, we we're going to get uh, Rich on now. Um, um, we're just saying there's a comment in here, um, Matt, in the group. You know, um, investigative story pitch. The popular craft breweries have shunned the they gaps. They've shunned the gaps. One hundred. Well, that's so, what we were talking about. Mountain which culture ones? And stuff earlier. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. But can you? I mean, this comes back to the question that I had before. Can you shun it? 
We'll have to well, ask Mike. You can um, not yeah, we'll promote ask, it. I wasn't, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, if you haven't put yourself forward for it, but then if someone, like we say, if someone suggests you for it, can you just say, no, I don't want to be involved well, with it? Well, that's what I mean. You can't, yeah. sh- if, if, if anyone can vote for anything, then you can't shun it. You mm. can just not promote it. Mm. Is that, is that, I don't know how that works. Yeah, but then obviously people might vote for you anyway. So I guess you're not promoting it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting one. Yeah, we'll ask Mike about that one because that is an interesting one. Well, Mike is listening because he's uh, texting me answers to the questions. Sorry, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. So the top styles, 37 new beers in the list. Um, 37 new beers in the list. Top styles were the Australian Pale Ale with 22, American Pale Ale with 13, American IPA 9, and Hazy IPA 9. Mm. Um, It's worth mentioning that it's clear Australian beer drinkers voting in a Hoss 100 have an eye for great beer as Crankshaft also won gold at the World Beer Awards in London. Um, but then, you know, so many of the the, the, the top winning the the, the top uh, beers have won uh, significant awards as well. You know who you. didn't feature a lot, given how much they feature. I guess maybe it's just because I'm in Queensland, but mm-hmm. um, was Revel. Um, Revel, not really, no. Revel and Range don't seem to. Be Range really got Range one in this year. Got one, which Revel got again one in is this surprising year, because Range is very. Well, is it because Range's thing is that they never make the same beer twice? So they so can't what do you really. Vote for? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. um, but you know, whether whether they don't make the same beer twice or whether you know it's very very similar beers. Because the, <laughs> the one that the folks are talking about uh, is Modus not having. Ah, uh, yeah, Modus. Um, did we get? Many from Modus? No, we mm-hmm. didn't get any from Modus this year. That is quite surprising, Nord, actually. You know, like, uh, Nord- they have been very busy, though. They've had their Newcastle venue opening and things like that. I wonder if it wasn't just a priority for them. I'm not sure. Uh, well, but that's the thing. It, that's where it, it's a brand that's nationally known. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, very well supported to, to a time, but they just don't seem to feature um you know very much in people's conversations except mm. saying well why aren't they hiring the hottest 100 so mm. you know is, is it a brand that maybe they have been distracted and haven't been putting enough um but we can answer that later right now we have the winning brewer and apparently one of the best uh, recipe creators in the country uh, richard watkins richard hey. congratulations yeah, thanks, mate. Cheers. Mate, you can, you, 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 you can blame Scotty Hargrave. Uh, you know, I, I knew from having uh, spoken to you that, you know, in, in the past that you're not always available when the announcement comes because there is a bit of a party going on. And then so we phoned Scott and he just wanted to talk. So uh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no worries at all. No worries at all. Mate, how do you feel backing up? It, you know, it, it's hard to win it. Much, much harder to even back up. Yeah, definitely agree there, Matt. Like, um, we're, we're, like, over the moon stoked. We we never expected uh, to go back-to-back. We really didn't. Um, uh, I think, um, you know, you compare us to a lot of the other breweries in the top ten, and we're still a little brewery from Canberra. I know, I'm, I know we've got national distribution mostly, but reality is that we, we're still a little brewery from Canberra. We're not... Did you we're start off like in a garage, like- though? <laughs> That's an essential <laughs> element of the craft beer story. <laughs> well, I didn't start off in a garage, but <laughs> if you ever came to the Wigan Pen and went to the brewery, the brewery was a garage. Yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Hey, well, uh, in, in fact, somebody in our uh, Matt Quinton in our uh, 
said, "Congrats, Wigan Penn." So you know they're they're they're, they're, they're tracing the origins back to uh, to to that time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I I love what I did for seventeen years there at the Wigan Penn. We were, you know, we um, created some really great beers there, and um, really had a great little following there in the Wigan Penn. And it was really sad to see the Wigan Penn close. Um, because I really feel that it actually inspired a lot of current breweries in Australia to actually open, to be honest. Because when I was brewing at the Big and Pen back in 97, 98, there were only eight small breweries in Australia. Mm. Now we've got, how many we got now? 563, according to the Australian Brews News uh, uh, brewery database sponsored by uh, Convoy. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Well, I love Convoy. We use a lot of Convoy, and it's great that they're sponsoring that because... Um, I think it's a me- really meaningful stat because it shows the growth in our industry. It shows the development in our industry and the fact that we're actually growing each year. Um, we're actually now starting to look like the U.S. And we've been behind the craft beer world. Um, Australia's been behind the U.S., the U.K., New Zealand for a long time. But I feel, I really feel like we've, we've, we're catching up for... You know, per capita, we're, we're doing pretty good. And, we, in fact, we've got the statistics. We can tell you... Uh, it was one um, one brewery per 72,000 yep. in the ACT. Yep. Well done. Nailed it. So um, you might be seeing some people moving to the ACT to open breweries because uh, <laughs> I think it was one to 20-something <laughs> thousand in Tasmania. So uh, you, you might be getting some competition soon. Oh, look, I mean, we're, we're really lucky in the ACT that we've got such a great community that supports local business. And also to that, we've got another great brewery in Canberra and Capital Brewing. So we sell more beer because they're around and they sell more beer because we're around because we're, we've got a, you know, we've got a footprint. We, we can really, it's, once you have a footprint, you can really easily build on that footprint. So, I mean, we're, we're really, we are really lucky uh, here in the ACT to have that sort of, uh, you know, uh, formula to be able to really drive and and and, uh, and increase um, our our you know our reach through the ACT, but also out of the ACT. Now, taking nothing away from the beer and the brand and everything, but you guys have been very sophisticated in the way that you've promoted it, which is something that the uh, you know Gabs has really evolved into. There is a lot of effort put into marketing, voting in the hottest 100, and uh, you know I, I saw Google AdWords uh, with, with with Ben Spoke. You know, is is the res- getting a number one result that valuable? Just apart from the pride of of, of having one, you know, in in the marketplace, does it give you guys a, a, a bump? Did you know? Did last year you have a, a a big bump in sales on the back of your number one? Yeah, look, Matt, I mean, the thing we look at is that we've got to keep investing in CapEx. We've got to keep investing in infrastructure to keep growing our business. So we need to leverage everything we possibly can mm. to sell our beer. And, and I really believe the Hottest 100 is a good thing to try and leverage. And you're right. We were the first brewery to use a QR code to actually um, align voters to voting for us. And if you have a look now, how many breweries are using QR codes across GAV this year? Like we did it four, maybe four years ago, mm-hmm. and I, we were definitely the first first and only brewery to do it. And now I'd nearly say that more than 50% of, of breweries, maybe even more, I actually have no idea what, I'm, what percentage I'm talking about here, but <laughs> I would say that a big percentage of breweries are using QR codes to direct their 
So it means a thing. It's I really believe in Gabs. Gabs is an independently owned uh, company that runs the Hottest 100 plus the Gabs festivals. And it's a celebration of beer in Australia. And we should be proud that we've actually got something like that. Because if you go to other countries overseas, they don't actually have anything like what we have. And there's so many parties around Australia now celebrating great craft beer. And sure, Crankshaft came number one today. And we're, we're ecstatic and humbled by the fact that we've gone back to back. But the reality is we're celebrating craft beer. And we shouldn't take that away. Like, that is a main the main focus for us is that we're, we're driving the consumer, we're, we're creating that extra consumer awareness of craft beer, and that's what we all want because it's ultimately at the end of the day we're trying to sell more, you know, more beer in a bottle shop, more beer in a brew pub, more beer through a tap room, whatever it may be. And, and this is a vehicle that does that for us without a hell of a lot of work. Yeah, that's um. You know, we've had that conversation a couple of times today, Richard. You know, we, you know, we've had the discussion about better beer and some of the one, um, some of the brands that have jumped into the hottest one hundred, into the top one hundred. But you know, the independence of Gabs. You know, there's no skin in the game in who wins, um, or how people go about promoting, or the innovation that pe- that is used. But ultimately, it's bringing more people to beer and craft beer and they might start in um, choosing something that's just on your brand but when they start to think oh how do I pick five they look around at some others um, and if if it get, engages them in the list and they start saying you know I'm going to try some other things in the list it's bringing people to beer and that's um, you know that's that's what we as an industry all really want to see. Absolutely you've nailed it exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> She's good. Today, today's about today's about talking about beer. Yeah, and it's probably even nearly taken over the hottest one hundred. <laughs> uh, that that, that, that might be the echo chamber that we're in, but yeah. it, 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 it is an exciting. It probably it, is, mate. Probably it, is. But, but it is. It, it, it's the biggest day in beer in Australia. In you know, w- w- without qualification. Um, so far as beer goes, everybody is talking about beer, um, and, and that's fantastic. Yeah, because well, I, re- I think it's amazing because, I mean, you got to understand that back in the day, it was really hard to get anyone to talk about beer. Mm, yeah. We used to release new beers at the Wigan Pen and occasionally they'd be caught up, they'd be picked up by local media. Occasionally, you know, if we won a gold medal down at the Australian National Beer Awards, occasionally we would get somebody calling us and saying, hey, I want to I want to talk about the, the gold medal that you won or the trophy mm-hmm. that you won down at the Australian National Beer Awards. I mean, you know, today... I've had 20 phone calls of people wanting to talk about beer in the last <laughs> half an hour. That's fantastic. Well, we yeah. appreciate you taking that ours, then. We're not bored on Richard's list. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, no, I mean, uh, as you know, Matt, I did uh, give you a pre-call yesterday sort of talking about the plan because I feel like last year and other years I might have let you down a little bit. No, so, no, no, uh, last oh, year was fine. I, was feel, like, I feel like I had to uh, – I wanted to line up a little – I wanted to have a chat anyway about uh, – when was the best time to call? Because uh, well, we are the number one beer podcast in the country. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I want to pre read, pre ring you and organise to at least have a chat? You know, like oh, I mean, uh, you are good, Rich. And and I will say to anyone that's listening that it wasn't with any knowledge that there was a number one because Richard was actually sort of you know I'm, I'm not sure you know whenever we come in so that there, it wasn't that you were overconfident about having the number one spot, but there was every chance that we were going to be speaking to you because whether you're number one or number seven, there was a story in, you know, the, the last year's winner's results. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, we were uh, number one last year, so uh, I was hoping that um, that would carry a little bit of weight, even if we, were, <laughs> you know, we didn't get number one this year. But we don't have to worry about that because we did get number one. Hey. <laughs> well, mate, congratulations. You know, to, to, to back up is a, a huge thing, and uh, um, hopefully it does lead to uh, even more awareness and uh, you, know, you get a lot of mainstream media coverage both for Ben Spoke and also for beer in general because we will be seeing people talking about beer and that's just fantastic. Yeah, well, I just want to say final words, obviously, but um, I want to say beer's the winner today. I mean, independent beer in Australia is the winner today, isn't it? And it really means something to have a beer that you've created and, and taken a lot of time to actually uh, get right. And obviously, the Ben Spade Crankshaft's our number one beer to have voted one of the you know the, the best craft beer in Australia. I mean, I hope that everyone else who featured in the top 100, top 200, does take away from today and go, you know what, we can do this because when we first started. We we didn't think we would be in the hottest 100 Gabs Festival. And over time, you, you, you get you know you, you get your supporters and you, you're able to jump up the list a little bit. And I, I really hope that everyone else who's uh, all the other breweries, especially all the new breweries, it's great to see so many new breweries. That really was interesting to me to see today that so many new breweries featured in the hottest 100. I think that's really interesting. It shows that we've got good consumer base and people trying different beers, um, not just sticking to the same ones from last year. And um, I think our industry has actually grown today based on the Hottest 100 results. Mate, I, I think that's a, a great place to, uh, to end it. So hopefully uh, you can go and have a couple of beers with uh, your team and celebrate with them because uh, I know that you've built a great team there and that you celebrate these things with them. So, uh, you know... Pass on our uh, congratulations to everybody, um, to, to you and Trace and everybody. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, COVID permitting, we'll get down to actually finally do that long-awaited podcast uh, live from uh, Ben Spoke one day soon. Yeah, we should do that, Matt, because, to be honest, without people like yourself and Breeze News actually promoting craft beer, we, we struggle as an industry. So I want to really say thank you to you, you and all your team for actually really talking hard about craft beer and, and really... Um, promoting the fact that there's a, there is a difference between uh, craft beer and other beer in our country, and uh, I think it really makes a difference for all of us. We all we all benefit from you doing all your hard work. So, um, really important, I think that we actually just take time to acknowledge that you and all the other media people out there that do all the work in terms of promoting our craft beer. Oh, mate, thank you very much. That's very, very, very kind. But, uh, again, we're only here because you are, so uh, thank you. So we'll just make it a mutual aberration uh, thing. So, but, mate, party hard. Well, maybe, we should do, maybe we should do a collab. <laughs> yeah! Well, I, I, yeah, I, I actually signed uh, my team up to do a Pink Boots collab uh, in a couple of months, so maybe we can do a Bruce News uh, Benchboat collab as well. Well, if you come to Canberra and do a Bruce News uh, live cross the live event, we'll brew be. It would yeah. have, if it's not a pilsner, it would definitely have to be a sour beer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, 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 we can talk about the beer. But, okay. <laughs> okay, mate. Congratulations oh, and uh, thanks for joining good. us. No worries. Thanks very much for having me on. Okay. See ya. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Look, you know. What a gem. 
you, you just never get tired of you know speaking to any of the guests we've had on today. But you know when it's people like Scott and Richard, you know who are they're celebrating a huge win for themselves, and they just want to talk about the industry. Um, you know they, they just want to talk about the industry. They just want to talk about everything else but themselves. And uh, you know I, I think it's one of the things that at the end of a day like today, we just end up, uh, you know, loving beer that little bit more. Well, I mean, it was one of those things where you're excited going into today, but even, you know, some of the other conversations we've had with small, I don't want to say smaller because, you know, Richard made the point that Ben spoke aren't that huge, but maybe um, less well-known altogether. You know, it reminds you of that that passion that lives in the industry, which is why you love it in the first place, which is why it's such a great place to work and be and, you know, because people are passionate about what they make, they're passionate about their businesses, um, you know, their customer service, their hospitality, their community, you know, it's all the things that we love and it comes out um, through all of these stories. And it's one that, you know, when I sort of talk about the things that make beer look bad um, that we sometimes do ourselves, you know, Beer is one of those things that brings people together. You know, there are so it, it, we're not making widgets that you know people aren't passionate about. People are passionate about it, and uh, the more that we can do to constantly rekindle that passion, um, you know, it, well, it is seems good. clear that the industry needed it this year. Like this has come at a time when you know it's really tough for a lot of the venues out there with their beer, and um, you know, to be able to coalesce around um, the hottest one hundred. You know, it seems to have done a lot of things for people. And I'm just going to correct something in the uh, chat room. Um, James Davidson, I knew it. Bruce News gave the number one spot to Ben Spoke because Richard Smooth and them were there. <laughs> we, we didn't know what the number you know, we, we didn't know the results. But As if we've got that kind of clout. Richard was actually alluding to two years ago or three years ago when we were in um, Cairns uh, and, and we're doing it live from Cairns. And we tried to get Richard on. Um, I think you know, he was number two or number three, mm-hmm. and we tried to get him on, and he just wouldn't answer the phone, and then he didn't get back to us because he, he was busy. celebrating. He was yeah, partying, he was and, uh, and oh, then he phoned it. later, and he was uh, like, "What do you want?" Well, and by that stage, we were off air, and we were having beers ourselves. And so <laughs> I didn't pick up the phone, and then so we gave him a bit of a hard time. So he just wanted to make sure that we knew, you know, if, if they were announced as something that he wants to celebrate with the team, they want to have the photos because it's their day. But that he would then be make sure that he was available, um, and so so that's all that that was well, about. Yeah, there was, was it was his chat was so good that somebody reckons he should run for PM. <laughs> so he's already in Canberra. <laughs> it, it, he wouldn't have far to move. Yeah, that's the thing. So look, I you know this is a podcast we can finish it whenever. I think that is there anything anyone wants to say as a as, as a last minute thing. Um, just very quickly, Daniel Ridd, uh, Pale Ale, Australian, US and Hazy, 44 Pale Ales in total. Nipa Hazy, 18, American IPA, oh, okay. 13, four sours, seven lagers. Um, which that's I, bad. That's better. Not bad. Disappointed at 3.5, which uh, incidentally we've been drinking 3.5 to keep us, you know. Alert. Alert. And, mm-hmm. um, and Claire's been drinking hop water, which is another water. one of my recommendations. I it's, didn't vote for it. It's a wonder if we should Vote for hot water next oh, year. We no, should do that. Ginger no. beer. Does no. it count there? Okay. I'm not sure if it does. It's got hops don't, in it. Don't. But it's not it's, been. It's got two of the four ingredients. <laughs> yeah. Let's just keep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sabrina says no. no. <laughs> 
And it's the tone don't start that, redesigning it's, it's, it's not Gab's Hottest 100 <laughs> when we haven't even finished Hottest 100 this year. That conversation can happen in a few weeks' time. Let's just be at like one with celebrating the beer industry oh, and no. just like hold the redesign for a few weeks. It's not that she's saying, no, it's the tone with the no. uh, Lager 7, Porter Stout 3, which is interesting, zero oh, yeah. uh, alcohol okay. 2. Um, thought there might have you know, again Nort. There are some of the other brands um, mm. might have been there. Ginger yep, beer three, um, fruit beer, California common, and American wheat. Um, so uh, California common. That's yeah. um, I think that's the steam. Uh, you know, California steam. Yeah, so but I, I, if I you enter a specific a like a beer competition, I mean, there's hardly ever any of them. Yeah. Well, there aren't in Australia, but I think it's a little bit more. We have to look at. I like the spread though. It's mm. not about yeah, spread. No, it, it, again, it, it's it's showing much more diversity than. Uh, yeah, for, for the industry that, mm-hmm. uh, um, again, well, let's not go back on the whole how awesome is this industry and we should support it more um, thing, mm-hmm. but it, 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 it's, it, it, it's a good outcome. Uh, uh, overall, I mean, um, you know, the points that um, the Gabs team highlighted are absolutely true. More breweries overall, um, more styles overall, mm-hmm. um, a good mix of, um, you know, independence, um, and small, smaller independents doing really well mm-hmm. um, a- against other brands. And so, you know, like it's a good mix of the whole of our industry, which is which makes it really fun to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, you know, oh, good states, you know, mix. I mean, Queensland yep. really yeah. shone, so that's nice. Hopefully – you know, we haven't over-championed – like, we haven't been saying how awesome Queensland is. But no, well, we just, haven't um, – We've just been talking about the fact that they have done very well. Well, look, it's just – I'm just looking at the numbers, mm. um, which is where that comes from. We just Rain is the numbers lady. She I, I, do, I, do like, I do like the numbers. Um, <laughs> and, you know, they're no doubt celebrating pretty pretty hard up on the Sunshine Coast today. So oh, that's yeah. good. They will be. No, agreed. I think so, – Lovely spread. Well, thank fan. you to uh, – it looked like uh, – well, once we get the stats, this is going to be the biggest broadcast that we've done in terms of numbers. It will be available on uh, if you want to. If, God knows why you'd want to listen back to three hours of this, um, uh, but it will be available on our. But, but people do. It's actually um, one of the most downloaded uh, cool. episodes every year. Um, but if you if you'd like the insight and the analysis and the people we've spoken to, you can get more of this every week twice a week, both through Beer is a Conversation and Radio Brews News, where we talk about the news of the beer week uh, on the Radio Brews News channel on your favourite podcasting uh, platform. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Sabrina, uh, for joining us. Thank Thanks for, for having the last me. couple of weeks. It's been really fun. Thank you very much, Claire. Cheers, Matt. Thank you very much, uh, Vivian, for keeping the stats uh, and you know, sort of making sure the podcast gets done every week. And thank you to our uh, now regular producer, I think five year, four years, uh, John Garner, um, <laughs> who, who makes sure that this goes out, even though there was that little hiccup. You know, we always start with a hiccup. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's wiping his hands a bit, that's fair. And thank you to uh, <laughs> particularly to our chat room, um, which who are not only knowledgeable, um, but they love beer and uh, it, the contribution that you make to uh, this this podcast through your insights analysis uh, makes us look probably better than we deserve to. Um, so, uh, and congratulations to all the Brewers. Congratulations to the Gabs uh, team, Mike and his whole team, um, for another awesome day of beer in Australia that gets people talking about beer for all of the right reasons. Um, enjoy your afternoon. Go find some of those great beers that have been celebrated today and uh, see you again. Well, we'll see you next week, but we'll see you again for this sort of thing next Yeah. Next year. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we're out.
Boom. 